You guys know I love Gooder sunglasses. I've been wearing them for years. Uh, I've, I've been collecting them basically at this point because, you know, they got all these different styles and they're so affordable. They're 25 bucks a pair. They're, there's no slip, no bounce. They're all polarized. They're, they're fun. You, you know, you have one pair for the beach. You have one pair for riding your bike. You have one pair to maybe go out to a, you know, a, a club. I don't know, a day club. Do you go to day clubs? That doesn't sound like a right thing to do. Uh, hey, they got a new frame, though. This is what I'm here to talk about. The Pop G. Pop art for your face. It's it's fashion. It's fashion on your face, guys. No slip, no bounce, just like all the other types of pairs. But uh, these are cool. Like, I want to I get a pair myself. Like, I, I have too many already, but I, I feel like I need to get these also. Vanguard Visionary, New Wave Renegade, Born to be Envied, Pop Art Prodigy, the mod one out. It sounds like the Pop G is a whole group of styles, so you can get all these different frames within the Pop G family. So that's pretty cool. Check those out, guys. Uh, and, you know, if you need sunglasses, this is the way to go. You don't have to worry about losing them. They're, they're 25 bucks, and, uh, you know, you, you just grab another pair if you need them. But uh, like I said, I've been collecting them because uh, I can't get enough of these Gooder sunglasses. If you want to support our show and try a pair, Gooder is giving Never Not Funny listeners free shipping. You can go to Gooder.com slash Pardo and use the code Pardo for free shipping. Gooder offers a 30-day money-back guarantee and 100% satisfaction. Again, that's Gooder.com slash Pardo and use the code Pardo for free shipping. Did you know learning actually makes a sound? It's true. Listen. That's the sound of you learning a new language with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations. Babbel's tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. I love Babbel. I, I feel like I'm a guy, I like playing games, I'm a game guy, so I like that you can play little language games, and it, it, it makes learning fun, and that's what I need, because I'm a monkey. So uh, studies from Yale, Michigan State University, and others continue to prove Babbel is better. One study found that using Babbel for 15 hours is equivalent to a full semester at college. Babbel has over 16 million subscriptions sold, plus all of Babbel's 14 award-winning language courses are backed by their 20-day money-back guarantee. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners at babbel.com slash pardo. Get up to 60% off at babbel.com slash pardo, B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash P-A-R-D-O. Rules and restrictions apply. Hey guys, Jimmy Pardo here to talk to you about PXG. Now listen, I wore this shirt uh, at a, a golf outing recently, and the, the way I described it is that uh, I felt like I wasn't wearing a shirt. That's how comfortable this thing was. PXG makes great golf clubs. We all know that, but what they also do is make great apparel that's uh, made with premium materials, technology, designed for peak performance. Didn't help my performance, but I looked good. That's the important thing. You want to look good better than, than the way you golf. Is that a thing? PXG has something for everybody. Pants, polos, sweaters, hats, quarter zips, joggers, jackets, dresses, skirts, everything you could want. I loved it. Uh, I've got a second shirt that I can't wait to wear when I go golfing a second time, if my body allows me to. But, you know, I tell you what, with these shirts, I might as well just walk around the clubhouse, let people take a look at me and go, look at that stylish looking guy. But his golf game is on point. Little do they know. No, it's not. Hey, elevate your style game on and off the course with PXG Spring Summer 2024 Collection. Head over to pxg.com slash pardo. Use code pardo at checkout and save 10% on all apparel. That is pxg.com slash pardo. Code pardo to save 10% on apparel. pxg.com slash pardo. Code pardo. PXG. Grip it and wear it. Please don't take this person out. Would you politely go to hell? 
understands. We're podcasters. He's a host, baby. Keep him coming, big boy. I'm sorry. Broth, you hate broth. That's Flim Flam. This ain't no comedy show. Well, kind of it. I bought hot dogs. Love it. Love it. Love it. My favorite. It's the fastest hour in podcasting. This is Never Not Funny. Now, here's your host, Jimmy Pardo. Well, hello, everybody, indeed. Welcome into the program, episode 3101, if I'm not mistaken. 3101. First uh, episode of, uh, again, these uh, seasons that do nothing. Seasons change. We know that. Uh, getting a text to do, uh, we, uh, everybody, everybody, we can be heard and we sound great. That's what... Uh, text message just said i thank josh day for that message uh funny man out of the uh, boston area yeah if i'm not mistaken friends with matt donaher and uh not a friend of the barber not a friend of the barber <laughs> doesn't even know him not the barber's friend doesn't even know doesn't even, doesn't even walk goes out of it crosses the street so a barber doesn't see him and right. uh, grab him by the arm and pull him in oh he must make barbers furious <laughs> oh imagine that if no if if you're part of the live streams over the t- years that we've done uh josh day has decided to uh, grow his hair in a way that can only be described as the cowardly lion in Wizard of Oz. And I'm not exaggerating. It's no, it's ridiculously fucking stupid. His his head hair and his beard hair have merged into just a, a, a mane. A mane. Yeah. And it uh and, and I he just texted so I know he can hear me. It looks fucking horrible. <laughs> and he needs a haircut. I my hair, of course, is perfect, and uh we all have great looking heads of hair. I hair. wouldn't I mean it would be amazing to see him with short hair and no beard. Oh, I, I I don't even know if we would like it or not, but it would be very satisfying. You know, the I I love seeing uh, on the internet you see those videos that are like you know oddly satisfying that's a whole category of of, oh, of thing yes. you know or it's like somebody's sweeping up a thing or whatever oh. you know just all sorts of little things that are satisfying it would be satisfying to see him get a full trim down i don't even don't even shave the beard just trim the beard like almost make it, like if i may almost like i see the original queer eye for the straight guy yes. sort of uh vibe. right yeah 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 like take that mess and mm-hmm. don't make no mistake it's a mess <laughs> and just make it look like for, ready for a job interview yeah Right. Uh, by the way, when I worked at the gas station, this is back in the uh, the eighties. Understand? And we worked at the car wash. We had the uh, well. First, you played that song. We played that song on a daily basis <laughs> uh, at the car wash. Yeah. Now, do you hate that song or do you love that? song? I love it. When you no, but when you were working there, were you like, Ugh. I love it. That's a great song. Yeah, that song is. puts a little uh, puts a little uh, little pepper in your gumbo. That's nothing. <laughs> <laughs> That's not a phrase in any way, shape, or form. Uh, so. Uh, but, you know, in the car wash, in the actual, you know, that hall of the car goes through, mm-hmm. you know, the dirt has to go somewhere. So it would, you know, it would get on the, the walls. And so yeah. then we would have to clean it with a high pressure, you know, uh, washer. Yep. And uh, I called it results. I would say, Paul, look at this. I'm getting results. And there was nothing more satisfying yes. than seeing yeah. the blue paint behind the when the what, dirt came down just the black filth so then then where did the dirt go well then it would go into the uh, gutter and then probably into the <laughs> lake or <laughs> lake michigan yeah yeah but lake michigan from what i understand at least at the time we were always told had the best uh it's not purification but whatever whatever that word is mm-hmm. that uh, it takes the water and it was clean it was a pretty clean lake. yeah uh supposedly again this is back when we do field trips and who fucking knows? Maybe Ohio says the same thing. You know, yeah. we've got the best. Uh, pure, I guess it's purification. What I know it? Donald Trump says he's got the best. Got whatever. The best. 
you know, I, I, we've said it before, and I'll say it again. But you know, the, what, 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 it's the obscure people that pass away when we talk about them. So um, we haven't spoken about him in at least two weeks. So he's, <laughs> is he obscure yet? This is the name check that we've been waiting for. Yeah. You know, we you know we never mentioned Eric Trump. There, there you go. <laughs> Let's just name the whole family ever episode. Just have a quick segment. We're like Ivanka, Don Jr., right. Donald. I'll throw uh, the, well, Barron doesn't deserve it. Barron, Barron deserves a happy life. Although maybe he's a prick racist idiot too. Who knows? He doesn't have a high chance of coming out okay. You know what I mean? It, like, it reminds me very much of when Danielle and I both had COVID and Oliver wasn't feeling great, but it kept on coming back negative yeah and he was just like there's no way i don't have covid i'm in a yeah, house so right. it's the same with baron like mm-hmm. there's no way yes. he doesn't come out of that yeah negative yeah the racist is coming from inside the house yeah, there's no question about <laughs> it there's no question there's there's two lines on that test <laughs> no question at all uh so we welcome everybody into the live stream if you are live streaming we appreciate uh, you uh, joining us in the uh afternoon or morning depending on where you're listening to this or evening if you're in the uk or somewhere in oh, europe i guess hey if you're the you know what remember lee hacksaw hamilton uh uk give us a call 818 where are you guys at <laughs> texas what about 312 in chicago i don't hear from you the cubs white Sox are failing 708 where are you guys at <laughs> uh so uh let us know let garen know he's in the tweet uh, not in the tweet he's in the uh, <laughs> chat uh let us know anybody in the uk australia that'd be tomorrow right uh, or or yesterday? No, they're ahead. Yeah, it might be midnight there. You know what? Somebody's Certainly, re- like Hong Kong could it could you know it's probably morning there right now. I'm very serious. I don't I don't know the stats because I don't like looking at this thing because uh, the one time I looked at our numbers it was very depressing. Yeah. Um, do we have any uh, Chinese? Do we have anybody uh, over there? I mean, I I can't. I don't have uh, access to that kind of data right now. <laughs> Maybe after the fact, sometimes we can look at some data uh, from Mixler and see w- whether there's like, where Mixler, people... Mixler's our stat guy. Well, yeah. John Mixler. Yeah. <laughs> he, he likes to run the numbers for Come us. Come on. Mixler's he, a great fucking name for a stat guy, isn't it? Be, yeah, it would be. That's the app we use for streaming. But uh, it, I don't know. Maybe I can see that. I don't. I, all I can see right now is how many people are listening. All right. Don't tell me because, again, I'll throw myself off a building. It's not great. It's only 43,000 people. Oh, okay. So we're doing okay. It's kind of sad. Uh, it is tomorrow in Australia. Uh, all right. It's 4.14 in the a.m. All right. No, all right. Well, okay. So we could we could rule out Australia, right? No, uh, I'm not getting up no. at 4. four. You, you think we got a guy that needs Look, to be on the site, job site? I wake up at 4.30 in the morning to watch soccer sometimes, and some people care about the show as much as I care about soccer. Yeah, you know what? You, that's a point that you bring up, but it's a good one. Is that a good sentence? Uh, Garen, so keep an eye on that chat. We're looking for people from China. Or, or really anywhere else, anywhere out of the United States and Canada. That's what we're looking for. If anybody's uh, from anywhere else. I feel like I saw when I glanced at the chat before we started it, I thought I saw a one guy that said uh, good evening, which implied he was in Europe. Maybe uh, over in uh, Europe. Uh, or but, anywhere. In the- by the way, the inflation in the UK apparently is bananas, uh, even worse than it is here. Hmm. Yet I still blame Biden. <laughs> I still blame him because I'm a dumb yeah. guy with a red hat and don't understand things. Yeah. Um, now, Matt Belknap, I have two things to talk to you about. Oh, boy. Two things to talk about. And they probably were best for off the air because they do involve your uh, your job performance. <laughs> oh. Oh. I got an update. Oh, Garen Cockrell. Now, is this breaking news, Garen? Uh, if you consider someone being out of the country breaking news. Yeah, I do today. Breaking news with Garen. It's probably not really news. Well, I guess I guess the theme song really fits here because this is it's it, really not it's news. Not. All right, what do we got? Uh, he's going by. Do you want to know his name? Victor Hansen. Yeah, let's talk to you. Uh, so Victor, Northern Sweden. 
Northern Sweden, Victor wow. Hansen. Hansen with uh, two A's? That's not a thing. Uh, Is there an umlaut anywhere? It's, it's an <laughs> internet spelled, so there's a zero in it. If he's from Sweden, so. it's probably more like Victor Handsome, am I right? There's no question about it. <laughs> Tall and blonde. Good looking people. Uh, there's a zero in his name? Yeah, that's just the username. Oh, I see. Yeah. There's probably a lot of zeros in that chat. <laughs> Come on. I, I honestly went back to that to say that joke. It was worth it. Because it's a nice joke at the expense of our listeners who are the greatest the, the, in the world. The nice people who are actually tuning they in. They are the greatest. Our listeners are the greatest. And I mean that sincerely. And I say it every episode because I mean it from the heart. Uh, so my two things to talk about Matt Belknap are. Mm-hmm. Number one, I have heard rumor yeah. that uh, Zoe School, that you, are, you, are for, you will finally see Rent on stage for the first time they are yes i don't i don't i guess it's a full production of ren i i don't know because this is i think it's show choir more or maybe i'm wrong maybe it is no you know it is it's it's theater well dominic is aware of it yeah i don't want to get into dominic yeah the donkey yeah (laughs) the italian christmas donkey he brings presents and sometimes productions of rent yes and to that we say chingity ching so he is aware of it yeah yeah. so he says it's a production yes now i i got confused because there there's so many things happening she's in she's doing show choir and they're doing fiddler uh but then separately the theater department is doing a production of rent which i don't think She's not in on? I, I think she could technically audition, but it sounds like freshmen don't ever really get anything. I mean, that's what I and I say. And she's like, I've, she's got plenty of stuff going on, just acclimating to high school and, and doing show choir. So I think she's out uh, for this year. So well, she could but, get, she could but get. We, we probably will still go. <laughs> no, you don't, you don't want the first time you're seeing that to be a 13 year old boy singing. This I don't is, want the rest. This show, this, this school is, has a very they're this really talented kids at this school. I don't give a shit. The last <laughs> thing you want, and in a way, I hope Zoe doesn't get in this. Yeah. Because you can't see that first. Well, well she's not auditioning. So as a reminder, gonna... that show blows. Yeah. And no, it's I also know. great. Right. But you don't want to see it with okay. a 13-year-old. Well, here's what I was going to say. Sometimes that goes the other way, because if it's kids, you kind of give it a lot more slack, because you're like, well, these are high school kids doing it. So it's like you, you're more forgiving, and then maybe I could enjoy it a little more. Now, that said, I saw a hair from high school, and uh, no... Yeah, I don't know. I'm sure she'll go, and and I'm sure she, Elise will she go. She should go with her friends, and yeah. they have Elise stay out of it too. Let Zoe go and spend some time with her friends. Well, we remember we were supposed to go see a, a, a professional production of it, and then we all got COVID. But again, I, I as I told you, you lucked out getting you. You're the luckiest people if, in the world to get COVID. But if those professionals, then who? What production am I gonna go to? If not the that was a an equity production. No. Oh, it wasn't? No, remember Julie Dixon Jackson told us uh, that uh, oh, Pantages gets non uh, oh, okay. shows mind. from time to time, and it was clear that was the case in that one. Okay. And then the one that Garen saw, you and I saw at the uh, uh, Saban, was a zero, right? Yeah, that might have been, may as well have been in someone's backyard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, may, it might as well have been Dear the backyardigans doing it. <laughs> right. Is there ever going to be like a good production of Rent again in, in our lifetime? I don't know. You know, I mean, the last great one I saw is when Anthony Rapp and... Um, Adam, I can never Pascal. pull his name, Pascal, uh, when they were part of the reunion of Pantages. Yeah. And so, uh, all right, so that's number one. All right, so so yes. she's not auditioning. Uh, I've never felt more relief in my life. <laughs> um, I, I, yes. She should audition. I've seen plenty of film and, mo- and TV show where they say, no freshmen in this production. And <laughs> okay, they go I'll, in there and they, you know. I'll pass that on. They get it. When, Lead. When, when I was when I was in high school, Palisades High, uh, they were doing a cabaret. I really wanted the lead role. Yes. I was a, I was 
a freshman. And you got a beautiful voice. And and I could like you know I kind of look I have the right look at that point, but much like high school here, uh, you know the the seniors get the get the good parts. Mm-hmm. But I did manage to get I did have a role. My role was a, a guy who brings in suitcases. Okay, oh, nice, good for you. Congratulations. So I got to so I got to be. Were you able to lift them properly? Yeah. And <laughs> you think that's what caused your frozen shoulder? <laughs> I mean, you know, it takes a while. But, yeah. Yeah. You take after Ellie, you, you don't need to even be in the show cabaret. You know why? Why? Life, life is a cabaret, my friend. <laughs> well done. Life is a cabaret, old chum. One to the cabaret. Okay, That's Big come on, ça va. Do you feel good? Yeah. I did the whole. I did that whole song for the audition. It was I fun. Don't, I don't doubt it. <laughs> That's uh, I don't doubt it. Zoe just did that song in her the summer camp. Uh, oh yeah. Show. Yeah, it was great. It's a good song. Yeah. I've, I, it made me want to see that movie uh, more so like uh, uh, her friend's parents loved the movie and they were sort of telling me I never really knew anything about it but or even what the story movie's, was movie's a little creepy yeah it's mm-hmm. it's a kind of a dark yep. story and I was like oh maybe that's not I I just I'm allergic to Liza Minnelli I think <laughs> so oh, I've, I've avoided everything she's done don't my entire be, life you know what don't don't get caught up in her uh, 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 sequins <laughs> She's 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 better than that. Like I, I, it's she's a joke. Um, I, I don't know. I, I should have not paused at that point. Nope. Uh, she is a joke, like society wise, like like to mm, right. pop culture. Her, pub, she's a her joke. public figure uh, yeah, as a public she's, persona. She's actually very. She, she's she's actually. Really. Yeah, I've seen her in concert. She's more than three. Fuck three times. Yeah, she's phenomenal. Like I say, don't get caught up in the. Uh, right. You know, even she's one of those because she was Judy Garland's daughter. Yeah. At 30, she dressed like she was 70. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like she dressed like Ethel Merman <laughs> and um, right. you know, somebody you'd see with big glasses on, you know, Rodeo Drive. <laughs> right. Um, but uh, she's uh, she's great. Mm-hmm. And she's great in Cabaret, the movie. Okay. Um, she was great in Arthur with uh, uh, Dudley Moore. She's I great guess I that. saw that. Yeah, I probably saw it as a kid. Um, Maybe I didn't. I don't know. I don't know if it holds I, up. I think I saw Arthur 2 on the rocks. Oh, Arthur 2 sucks. <laughs> Arthur 2 is absolutely, I mean, I think it's uh, unwatchable. That, yeah, it's, it's crazy. Younger people don't really understand how little Hollywood understood how to make a sequel in the old days. Like, they just didn't. Un, like, With the exception of Godfather 2. Sure. And Rocky 2. Yeah, but the, but those were the exceptions that led to so many bad sequels. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Where they clearly just had no fucking idea what people liked about the original how to how to keep the story going? That, but like, what about Cannibal Root? Uh, I couldn't forget it out. God, <laughs> Cannibal <damn>. Root. <laughs> Cannibal Root. You know what? That's my. That's why I'm rebooting it. I'm think, rebooting it, calling it Cannibal Root. I think I. That's a bootleg DVD that I found at a drug stop <laughs> <laughs> with Larry the Cable Guy. <laughs> Cannibal Root. Oh, I'm getting a uh, my chart notification. Uh, 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 oh, uh, uh, Josh Day is uh, upset with our. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> with our take on it. Uh, but like th- there was no first of all there's obviously still to this day there's movies that don't shouldn't have a sequel mm. but even those movies when they do make a sequel to a movie that didn't need a sequel they're a little more savvy about like well how do we do that because people have tried and failed other things but in the 80s it was just like what about just make the same movie again yeah. two years <laughs> later I'm like no what the hell are you doing are you saying and I'm very, and I'm very, you know it's gonna sound like I'm being funny you don't think there should have been a sequel to Free Willy <laughs> I know that's not the 80s but no I think that's that's actually the one that cracked the code that's okay. when they turned the corner and started making good sequels name a good sequel i don't, I don't mean the mission impossible series you know stuff like that or the born identity yeah. those mm-hmm. you know those 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 don't seem like sequels to me they yeah. just seem 
Like they could episodes. actually be their own standalone episode, yeah, yeah, or a standalone movie. Name a good sequel in well, the last uh, twenty years. Twenty. I'm sure I can. I'm, just, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not challenging you. I'm asking. I'm sincerely asking. Paranormal Activity Two. Gary, I'm going to ask you to stay out of this conversation. <laughs> I'm going to ask you to not bring your horror.com bullshit into it. Old man. I may have meant to say uh, horror con, like convention, uh, yeah. but oh. I said dot com because to your point, I'm an old man. <laughs> yeah. uh, what about Glass Onion, a Knives Out story? <laughs> Now that comes out in December twenty third, if I'm not mistaken, on comes Netflix. out on Netflix. Yeah, we can all watch it. Yeah, will it will it also be in the theater though? Because I I do like you know I love the theater. Uh, yeah, experience. I hope so. I feel like that. It right, isn't it a nice Christmas movie? Feels like, like you should get to like a. I'm sure the cast is going to be crazy, right? Like they've, they've. Oh, the cast is great. They're going to blow it out like they did in the first one. Uh, who's in it? Uh, they just. I just saw the cast. Well, definitely. Oh, uh, Daniel our, Craig will be in it again. right? Our friend from Hamilton, uh, Leslie Odom Jr. Okay. And uh, I think that might be it. Just the two of them. <laughs> <laughs> he is the king of when he's in a movie. It's a it's a giant ensemble. Like he was in that uh, Orient Express, right? And he's good in it. And, and he's good in One Night in Miami. Okay. Oh, that wasn't that big of an yeah. Uh, that one. That's great. But he was also in uh, some other movie that I feel like had a giant cast. What you're saying, and it's and Hamilton. I hope he's not listening. <laughs> yeah, Hamilton it was Hamilton. <laughs> he can't lead a movie. He has to hide behind yeah. bigger names. Yeah. Because he's then he, not good. No. <laughs> I'm kidding. He's obviously an incredible performer, actor, singer. He does it all. I've never. Answer. When I saw him do The Room Where It Happens on Broadway, it I think it's in my top five favorite theater experiences of all time. Mm-hmm. Like that that particular, like when you get chills, I mean, that's, you know, at a yeah. play, that's something, man. Or a musical. And that might segue nicely into the other thing I'm assuming you want to talk to me I, about. I, I saw that the family saw Moulin Rouge last yes, night. I saw did. Elise's take on it. Yeah, uh, I don't know what she said on the internet about it. We t- obviously talked about it <laughs> when we were leaving. Um, I could not have fucking loved it more. Yeah, right. I absolutely loved oh. it. Yes, it's it fun. Was, yeah, I mean, it's like I, I like said this. I, I did actually think this and even feel this, but then I, in my head, I like was making fun of myself for even feeling this way. So I said it to Elise to make her laugh. But when we went, walked into the theater and sat down, I said, I'm enchanted already. <laughs> because the fucking set it's is already alive. It's so great. Yes. The set is incredible. And then the, the fucking show is incredible. Everybody's great in it. There's just singing and dancing wall to wall. You know every song. It's fucking exciting to hear great songs performed by great and, performers. And to that point, like when we talk about how bad rent is, at the was at the Pantages. Yeah. Uh, this cast is they're they're ten out of ten. Every yeah. one of them, so good. And just uh, yeah, like I knew what it was going to be going in, but even knowing what it was going to be, I was still just delighted by the song choices. I know Garen thought some of them were a little on the nose. Yeah, Garen's stupid. I, they are. Yeah, it was fucking horror.com bullshit. Like honestly, <laughs> it, it was like it, it was like somebody looked up my Apple Music account and just was like, "What did this guy put on a summer playlist over the last ten years?" Right, and just picked from that because I was like, "You're you every one of them is a fucking ten for me. I love all these songs and and like these." Uh, like just to to hear them live again done by people not exactly the way they were done like by the bands or artists that did them originally but but done very impressively well like that's so fun and then you know the story is stupid and there's like a maybe the second act is like a little too plotty for its own good like just 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 do the song do the numbers the mm-hmm. numbers are all i care about uh but 
I, I did not give a shit because like, every 10 minutes, there's like a, a crazy spectacle. A crazy. Yeah. I Garen and Danielle are wrong. <laughs> Danielle, well, Garen liked it. No, Garen said he leans more towards Danielle. Oh. And Danielle liked it, too. She just was yeah. like, eh. Here's what I'm going to say. It. I had fun. It was, it's a fun it's show. It's fun. Yeah. I've got two things. Here's my two complaints. Yeah. And I do have two. Now that you've seen it. I don't like that they took out the I was made for loving you by kiss mm -hmm. because that was in the movie is such a great moment. Mm -hmm. And while it does not, it's not a current song that it doesn't fit into the matchups they were doing. Yeah. I still think because everybody guys my age or women my age that saw that movie. Yeah. That was a really cool moment. And I wish they would have kept yeah, that. Yeah, I agree with that. And B, I wish there was a shirt, and I'm very sincerely, because uh, there's a bag, but I wish there was a shirt that says, can you can, can, can. Because I would have I I bought that shirt and worn it proudly. Yeah. Because that, when that guy says that, it's the greatest part. Like, that also gives me chill. Can you can, can, can. Yeah. Like, God damn it, it's fun. So. Well, how, when does this thing close? I'm going again. September 4th, I I'm think? out. I can't make it. Oh, I'm sorry. You have two weeks. I got two more weeks to see this again. Uh, I did. I did have the the passing thought. I would. I would watch this again. Yeah. Now, what what about the children? They liked it. Well, Zoe. Okay. So, you know, Zoe is uh, her default setting is too cool for school, <laughs> but she, you know, she loves Glee, and Glee was basically just a TV show version of this, which yes. is just like doing pop song mashups and wrapping a story around them. And so, as it was happening. I mean, she was, I could tell she was like loving it. And I was like, this is going to change her life. Like mm -hmm. she's going to be like her, she's going to remember like her life before she saw Moulin Rouge and her <laughs> life after she saw Moulin Rouge. She, she's going to buy the, she's going to buy the tote bag. She's going to, did she get the tote bag? She didn't. She got a sweatshirt. Can I, can I, can I, can? Just because she was cold. <laughs> but, uh, but she loved it. Charlie liked it a lot, but like, obviously it was just like, uh, uh, he was a little like nonplussed by the story and you know as, as a 10 year old would be because it's like about uh you know women of the night <laughs> to some extent and but, just adult themes let me ask you a question completely off topic i saw a photograph of young charles yeah uh he's wearing glasses now he he's had glasses for a while he only he barely needs them he wears them in school if he's sitting not near the front mm. But I think right now he's his desk is at the front, so he doesn't actually need him for school anymore. But in the but theater setting, uh, I I always every time we go to the theater, I'm like shit. I should have told him to bring his glasses right. because when you're we were in row double X, like second to last row of the uh, orchestra. In the art, you were down low. Huh? Yeah, so like I was like, you bring your glasses so you can see a little bit what's going on. Um, and I think that was probably a good call. Let me ask you a few more questions about uh, being in double X. First of all, mm -hmm. uh, what you're one X away from fucking, you know, yeah. that. well, and with this show, it was definitely on the table it's on the table. <laughs> uh, I, I've never sat that far back in the orchestra because, yeah. um, uh, I'm tiny. And so I'm concerned about the, the, did the children use the boosters. They didn't the, the, well, Zoe's like your height now, <laughs> right, but, but, but I almost need a booster. So yeah. if, sometimes, uh, Char we, uh, you know what? The last seven to eight rows of of the orchestra and the Pantages are pretty well raked. Like they're, it's better than being. So it's halfway. better in the middle. Okay. Yeah, yeah. All right. It's we were right next to the the sound booth, and yeah, no problem at all. And actually, he got lucky. There was like a very short woman in front of him. But even still, like we were, he was like, oh, I'm I'm just looking between the oh, good. people in front of me, and I can see everything. Oh, terrific. And same with all of us. Um, two rows in front of us was a a group of I'm going to say sixteen people 
who all came together yes uh dressed up nice young uh you know hollywood uh party going types and i was like well, what's this gaggle like what's going on here what are they what, what are they all about, what are they about? It does it seems like they meant to go into the actual moulin rouge club not the show yeah. moulin rouge. uh turns out as far as i could tell I, I cannot confirm this but i have to assume this is true that they were friends with the guy who plays ziegler the you know the proprietor your friend yeah because when he <laughs> so there's one part where he starts singing oh is that our guest? oh good lord that could be our guest garen uh now uh, andy daly's been here before but introduce yourself remind him of your name and uh oh, the chat's gonna explode when they hear that andy Daly. you just you just leaked it mr pardo's uh you're mr pardo's assistant and uh steven needs to be tested garen <laughs> For those just listening, and I guess that's most uh, in the stream because we're not video streaming, yeah. uh, Garen has walked out of the room, <laughs> and I'm still pretending to talk to him. Yes, I've, I've noticed that that actually happens quite a lot when uh, when you have that little uh, Garen will just walk out as you're talking to yeah, him. Yeah, um, is Very that rude. is that something I should talk about with him off the air? Should I? I well, I, I, should I, I write I'm, him up? I'm split because on the one hand, your instinct is the same as mine. You should wait until Jimmy's done. At the same time, though, the guest is coming in. He has to intercept them before they get to the door. Yeah, they hey, might get lost. Hey, and make no mistake, I'm saying nothing to him. <laughs> right. he, if there's ever a time to walk away, that's the time. I actually thought the joke was, you know he has a time crunch because 100%. of 100%. So that's what's funny about it is like, you know he can't stay and listen to you, so you're just belaboring. Which the, is why I try to always show it on shit. camera. 100%. <laughs> so anyway, Ziegler, spoiler alert for anyone who hasn't seen Moulin Rouge at one point he sings Chandelier by Sia oh, wow. and when he starts I mean it's the whole um, the whole and it's amazing yeah every I mean everybody gets in on the action but he's he he's the one who starts singing it when he started singing Chandelier Did they, they got on their feet and started fist pumping and whooping and going absolutely apeshit and it was fucking delightful I was like this is great and then at the end when he you know came out for his curtain call they fuck, fucking oh, good. absolutely nuts nice. But yeah, it was it was sweet and and cool, and that guy's great. Like everybody, you said everybody in the show is great. So. Well, to your point, that is my only complaint about the live theater these days. Is I, people don't know how to act? They don't know how to act. I don't. I don't yeah. know how why it's become a concert. Like right. why are we yeah. wooing and howling? I think when the lights go down, it's like it's the fucking theater. You, you oh, we couldn't hear the first uh, ten lines of dialogue at the in the first act because of that, and then also not just people going nuts, but also just chatter as if we're. As if it's not happening, as right. if we're just like waiting for it to start. Like it actually is starting. It's they're doing the show now. Stop talking. Uh, <laughs> like the people behind us were doing that, but then they finally settled down. But like through the whole first song, there was just a hum of talk. Like luckily the sound is so loud coming from the stage that it, it's not that big a deal. But even with the no, even with the amplification of the theater, I could still hear the din of people chattering yeah. through the first number i'm like what the fuck are you doing what are you doing it's weird what yeah we people just don't really don't know how to act and I, I i can only assume they marketed this to people who don't go to the theater they go to concerts and they're right. like oh it's like a concert they, they play the songs and we just talk and do whatever we want to do but that's not the case that's not and that's not the theater that's not that that's not why i put my top hat on <laughs> <laughs> but we did see people wearing top hats oh in, that's in nice yeah two people walked in with top hats Oh, that's nice. So Paul F. Tompkins was there with buddy. <laughs> it was actually two women, and one of them had oh. a, a sequin silver sparkly uh, jacket, too. Good which for I her. Loved. Yeah. You know what? She deserves it. You know, uh, I think when I went this last time, it was the most casual I was dressed to go to a play. Yeah. Um, or, you know, a musical. Because I, uh, I, 
I kind of, you know, I still feel like I I wore a collar, put a collar and a, yeah. a pant on. I don't like. I saw someone wearing. Remember those? They're not even in style anymore. But those T-shirts that say "No Fear" on them. Remember that? Yeah, I do remember. I saw that. someone wearing a No Fear shirt at the theater. It's crazy. Under a sport coat? No, just no. the T-shirt. Get the fuck out of there. It is still. It will never top the the worst thing I've ever seen at a theater in my life. Is when Elise and I saw Mean Girls on Broadway. There was a guy wearing dirty New York Giants sweatpants. No. Oh, boy. <laughs> like, to the theater? Heather, Heather Gray. Like, like, you wouldn't even answer the door in these fucking right. things. That's how gross The only were. way that I allow that, and I don't, make no mistake, yeah. is if you're walking down Sunset, Hollywood Boulevard, rather. Yeah. You're walking down Hollywood, and a guy goes, you want a free ticket? And you go, <laughs> yeah, I got nothing to do. Sure. And you just walk in. That's yeah. the only way that's yeah. acceptable. Right. Yeah, I, I, to this day, it haunts me what that guy was thinking. You know, one time, uh, my friend Steve Ayat and I, had, uh, we were going to a golf tournament, and uh, we picked up the other guy. And, you know, Steve and I are in our golf shorts and collared golf shirts because we're going to a tournament. Mm-hmm. And he came out in gym shorts and a tank top. Mm-hmm. And Steve just goes, oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> and it was that. Then it's yeah. like, now you got to walk around with that guy for seven hours at a golf tournament. And he's yeah. wearing a tank top. And you know, everybody's going, dude, why are you in a tank top? And that was that like 30 years ago? Because now that probably wouldn't even stand out. Oh, you know what? Yeah, it's got to be thirty years ago. Yeah. But you're right. Now it would not. He would uh, be the. That would be the norm as a guy in a. Right. They go. Look at that guy. He's, you know, he's got uh, some arm. Check out the guns. Arm movement. <laughs> and by the way, this is a good-looking guy. Mm-hmm. This was uh, uh, in Michigan, and uh, I believe it was called the Buick Open at the time. And now I don't know what it's called. If it's even still there. Hmm. Um, I believe the uh, the Senior Tour, the Champions Tour, are going to Grand Blanc. Grand Blanc uh michigan next week and that's where i, I think they're gonna be on the very course mm-hmm. that uh, steve i and i used to go uh where uh, uh this quote happened this is this is a quote we were there with a at one time one year we were there with a guy named john f connell who was a comic at the time and he goes uh you know there's all that there's cable laid everywhere for the television yeah and uh he goes uh man i'd just like to be the guy that has to lay all this ta- all this cable and i just went everybody's gonna have a job john <laughs> And for some reason, the three of us laughed like we'd never heard comedy before. Like it was like we all just went nuts. And so to this day, Steve will go, everybody's got to have a job. (laughs) Whenever something like that, whenever whenever it's appropriate. Yeah. Now, now now today, if that happened, you would obviously make some kind of a dick joke if someone said Lane Cable. Um, I would not. No, you wouldn't. No, because you know what? I'm not really. That is not my purview. Uh, Really? Laying cables not in my world. No. Oh, okay. It's yeah, like, oh, that, that's like exactly. a weird metaphor anyway, because because cables, I mean, yes, you've got length, whatever, but like you're plugging in at both ends. Like there's a bunch of problems. It's not, with it's that. not a good metaphor. Honestly, no. laying cable. Laying sound, pipe. I've heard laying pipe. Laying pipe. Okay. I've heard laying cable too. But laying cable sounds more like you're taking a dump, honestly. Oh, Jesus. Oh, this come isn't, on. That, isn't that closer Dude, to on. what's happening? We're live. We want people to listen, not uh, leave. <laughs> the numbers are down. <laughs> <laughs> what, what if you went the opposite? Words out, numbers are way up. Uh, I mean, I don't know if that's what did it. I looked probably. Let's see. Let's, in the next 30 seconds, let's see if the numbers change. Uh, I'd like to think nobody left for that. They'll yeah. stick around knowing something else is right around the corner. Yeah. We're the Moulin Rouge of podcasts. It, uh, <laughs> you don't like what's happening? Uh, stick around. Another uh, spectacle is on its way. I don't want to, again, if you've seen the movie, I don't remember how the movie ends, honestly, but um, 
I kind of love that the show ends. They didn't even try to wrap up any of the things. It's like, what happened to the the bad guy who's finally like, is the club going to stay open? Does that guy, what happened to him? It's just like, nope, it's over. I think like, we, now we're going to sing some more. I think we just assume it all wraps up nicely. I think, uh, <laughs> and then you know what they did? If I'm not mistaken, don't they do the... Uh, there's a curtain call, but then oh they God. sing again. Yes, the best part. Which is the greatest. Because like, they sing Hey Ya by Outkast. Oh, it's fucking incredible. It's wonderful. Garen probably had left. Oh, he left. I hate everything. Yeah, they, they, I get it. Oh, I gotta go watch a skull. <laughs> <laughs> He's all fucking horror, this guy. Yeah. We talked about sequels earlier. Yeah. He goes right to fucking horror. Yeah. And before, don't, don't at me about empire strikes back i know empire strikes back came out in 1980 and it's one of the best sequels of all time i'm talking about just general like hollywood movies let me ask you a question though is that a sequel or is that something that was like uh, again like born identity or mission impossible was that set to be i don't think it was i don't th- well, he, they, they wrote stories but here, I, yeah they're, they're, uh, i don't know i'm asking george lucas there was a lot of revisionist history around this topic because the the sort of the the myth of the the myth of the creation of Star Wars was that he wrote a, a nine part story and then des, and then decided I'm going to tell the chapter four first. But there's other people who were involved at the time that were like, no, he just wrote this really long, unwieldy script and then was forced to edit it down and sort of had very vague outlines for some other stuff. But it was not like it was not like he planned. He basically was like, I'm going to make this movie and that's it. And then it was successful and he was like, whoa, well, if if you want more of that, I actually do have some ideas that I had already sort of thought about a little bit. But it was not like a plan the way that people act like now. Like, no, no, he always meant to tell all nine of these episodes. Like, I don't think that was true. Now, I understand his daughter made a uh, cameo in one of those movies where she's in one of those and then she went on to do something else that was on. I want to say who wants to be a millionaire. I, uh, I, she's probably in episode one, if I had to guess, or, you know, one of the prequels because they were. And then what is she, she? What does she do for a living now? His daughter? I don't know. I think she, I think she, she does a, something. She might. Really? I know. Like, I mean, it was a millionaire question. So, yeah, it was uh, his wife is like a pretty big time. Like she's in like she's like investment or something she's like a very like she's like a mucky mug she was like the ceo of some company or something crazy that like had she had had her own like he, he's, he's insanely wealthy obviously mm-hmm. but so was she uh so it was one of those deals but um i don't know what you know, i don't know what happened she was in uh she played a minor role in all three prequel films okay uh in the animated television series clone wars the character che amanwe papanoida is based on her she has now gone on to participate yes. in mixed martial arts. That's right. That's, ah. what, that's what it is. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Uh, I believe the, the the millionaire question was which, if I'm, I'm, I'm probably wrong, which which daughter of a, a famous director made an appearance but now is in MMA. Yeah, okay. And then it was her and then you know, other, you know, right. Coppola or whatever the fuck. Yeah, yeah. I'm making, I think that's the premise. Uh, I forgot it was more. But I learned that now. I can bring that up at parties and yeah. look like a genius. I mean, you, you, uh, you can bring up the that you sort of remember what the deal was, and yeah. then and then someone could Google and go, "Oh, is it was MMA?" And that's, you're like, yeah. that, "That's me at any party." <laughs> I, mean, I, I I don't I I know no facts. I just go. Oh, I think I might have heard this. Uh, to your point, by the way, about uh, you know George Lucas being rich and all that. Mm-hmm. You know, my my doctor's went was in Beverly Hills, and so I took Mulholland over to get Beverly to Mulholland to get yeah. here. And as it changes from Beverly to Mulholland, there is a house up on the hill and and by the way there, there's nothing but houses i mean it's right. unbelievable but this particular one is like 
like like I had to move my head to see all of the, <laughs> all of the grounds, right, right? Because like it was like the huge house, like Jesus Christ, look at the size of that house. And then you kind of see that it, it, there's a little smaller version of it next to it, and then there's the guest house, and the guest house yeah. is the size of our houses. You right, know what I mean? Like right. it's bananas. Yeah. Um, and I'm just like you know, like who lives there? Who? Who, what, what mogul, what famous, is that where Tom Hanks lives or is he in Malibu or is he in the Palisades? Where's Hanks at? Um, who's in that house? Hmm. I got to know. I always wondered that about the place that I think actually just went on the market recently. Um, I assume it was the one that I'm thinking of right above, uh, like, you know, where the sunset five movie theater was and, and where uh, Virgin records used to be. Uh, if you just looked straight up, yes. And to little to the right of Crescent Heights, there was that. It looked like cylinders. It was like a circular. It was almost like cement based. Like it was just like it was a crazy big mansion, but it was like circles. And I think actually, I think I learned from uh, from the people versus Larry Flint that Larry Flint lived there at one point. Oh, but obviously he's dead, and I think he didn't live there at the end of his life anyway. But. Uh, yeah, it's just one of those houses. That, oh, it, I think it might have also appeared in the first Iron Man movie as as Tony Stark's house, but I could be wrong about oh my that. Goodness, because that no, that was no, that was supposed to be at the beach. So maybe I'm wrong about that beach house. But yeah, it, I, I you couldn't not see it if you were driving up Crescent Heights towards the hills, and I was always like, man, that's the that's the dream. Oh, but the door is opening. That can only mean that our guest tested negativities. He's got it on his eyeglass case for safety. <laughs> like we all do with our tests. We all grab our glasses case and we put it there. Yeah, you're not supposed to touch those with your bare hands. Never. It's, uh, <laughs> now, we assume that's negative, Andrew? I don't know. I can't. I don't know how to Why over there do you think you went? Why would you go into one that has nine things on it? <laughs> he's, he's throwing the test. Oh, I see. <laughs> now, look at how comfortable that chair is. Isn't that more, more comfortable oh, than what's over there? Fantastic. All right. Oh! Okay, that's uh, Jerry Lewis just came in. <laughs> it finally happened. Uh, Andrew J. Daly. I don't know if that's his middle name. I'm that is my name. middle name. Oh, is it really? Uh-huh. Andrew Joseph. Close. Andrew James. Close. Andrew John. John. That's right. Andrew, John, Jonathan or John? Just John. Jay yeah, Blake Jonathan Jay. doesn't work. Andrew, Jonathan Daly. Andrew, John Daly. Oh, I like that. I John Daly. Talk about John how Daly. crazy their middle names are. I don't I, I don't get to play that game. I have the most boring middle name. Did you? Let me, let me ask you a question mm. when it comes to that. Andrew J. Daly is here. He's taking time out of his life to join us. Uh, did you? I don't know anything about your childhood. Were you, did, were you raised Catholic? And if so, were you confirmed? And what is your confirmation name? These are great questions. Thank you. I... <laughs> I often say that I was raised by Catholics, but they didn't uh, indoctrinate us quite fully. I, I had the first communion when yes. I was eight, mm -hmm. but then I was allowed to stop going to Sunday school and did not get confirmed. I did not choose okay. a confirmation name. You know what? My mom, uh, similar, but she, she asked, please see it through to confirmation oh. and then make a decision what you want to do. Really? And that decision was, you are confirmed. Adios! Yes. <laughs> no more. My uh, older brother, who is now a lawyer, uh, argued successfully that after communion, he should be allowed to stop. And then I was the beneficiary of that Okay. Argument. Yes. But did, so did your parents go to church every Sunday, though? Uh, yeah, I guess when we were young, they went every Sunday and dropped us at Sunday school. And that was the pattern. And then I got to get... Hostess cupcakes and go home and watch an Abbott and Costello movie. Oh, <laughs> that was Sunday. That, that Abbott and Costello meets Frankenstein is still a great movie. That's a uh, that's a legendary. It's not even their best one. You don't think so? No, I don't. What, what do you think is their best one? Uh, I think it's called uh, the best days of their lives or something like that. You know what? Uh, if I've seen it, I don't remember you it. Got to check it out. 
You got... <laughs> All right. Lou Costello is a ghost of a colonial uh, soldier. Okay. And, <laughs> and Bud Abbott is a guy who I think is trying to move into the house that, he, that Lou Costello was haunting. It's fantastic. <laughs> Andy, I want your take on this. As a child... And same with this, and I've talked about it before on the show. As a child, and again, same with the Smothers Brothers. I I found Tommy to be hysterical and Lou Costello to be hysterical. And I'm not saying that they're not. Yeah. And the other two, you know, Dick Smothers and Bud Abbott would get on my fucking nerves. Really? And then as I got older, I was like, oh, no, you're wrong. Those are the guys doing all the heavy lifting while these clowns kind of run around them. I don't quite agree. What don't you agree with what part of that are you? What part are you wrong about? Okay. <laughs> Lou Costello is fantastic. I don't say. I'm not saying he's no, not fantastic. He's a great actor. But so is Bud Abbott. I'm not. Come so on. <laughs> no way. But Bud's Bud wonderful. Abbott is fine, but he's got kind of one speed, and it's very impressive. But that speed is necessary for what yes. for Lou's nonsense. It's impressive how seriously he takes C- everything. Certainly. Yes. Exactly. Remember he said he says certainly in a way that like I think oh, he was paid by the certainly, certainly. <laughs> and he asserted them certainly. certainly certainly the other one why wouldn't he the other one only he only Bud Abbott says. Naturally. <laughs> Naturally. <laughs> Naturally. 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 You never hear anybody else. Nobody else says it. You know what? I'm bringing it back. Yeah. I'm Naturally. bringing it. You know what I'm going to do? You remember the, uh, the when you guys had to tolerate me for six months saying baby at the end of every sentence? Yeah. Uh, I'm going to bring naturally into the mix. Okay. Right. I'm, okay. Bring. I'm good with that. Naturally. Naturally. See, it's great. It's, it's really good. You're right. Yeah. Naturally, certainly. like It's just these little words that he would say just to keep Lou moving. Like right. he would just, you know, Lou would say whatever, you know, well, you mean, he, you mean he puts a gun on it? He puts a, 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 a pigeon on his head? Certainly. And then he just does his nonsense. Another one of his big lines was, oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. See, now these are three examples how great he is. And you're telling me he's not a good actor. He's fine. But I don't necessarily agree with that thing. Because they always say that the straight man got 60% and the funny guy got 40% of the pay because the straight man was doing all the hard work. I think he is. I don't I think he is. And well, same with the Smothers Brothers. Has Dick to fall Smothers. down and drop his pants and do all this physical stuff. Yeah, but anybody could. Chris Farley did that. He shit out a window. <laughs> Spades, they're being sarcastic about it. He's yeah, doing, doesn't that look easy? Being sarcastic about it or taking a shit out a window? I couldn't do. I couldn't do that for a million dollars. Yeah, Maybe. that's why he got the big bucks. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, seriously, if somebody came in right now and said. You know, if you go up on a third floor and stick your butt out the window and we'll give you a million dollars, I couldn't do it. Just just the butt or the actual poop? You mean because you don't have to go right now? Or? I can't. I, yeah. <laughs> I, I've been constipated for three days. So uh, I just mean I couldn't. I couldn't. Uh, my, my body would be so tense. Are we allowed to ask any questions before we do that? Like, can we say, like, do we can we time it? And it's going to be people underneath. Like, what's what's going on here? You're not playing a video game where you're dropping bombs. And first of all, we know I hate this conversation. Yeah, you brought and it up. I brought it up. Yeah. He didn't you did he didn't want the the typical Elliot Hopeberg scrutiny though. He just wanted to move past it. I, I never want the Elliot Hopeberg scrutiny. Yeah. I have to say, like some some of what I do sitting next to you would be considered a straight man. And I think it's pretty easy. Like it's like just saying "wow" or "terrible." You know, just throwing one word. Like you're doing, you're saying funny things, and I'm just reacting to it like a normal yeah, person. That's a good it's point. Basically, there's <laughs> nothing. There's no trick to it. You know what? I'm taking it back. I'm the genius. Lose the genius. You and Bud Abbott are awful. <laughs> that's it. There, I've said it. I like if, if Ed McMahon could do it, it's obviously not a very difficult I'm job. Make a good point. I think they gave the straight man sixty percent of the cut because it was thankless. And he didn't really get the laughs. Yeah. Yes. And I think every funny person always says, 
The straight man does all the work, just as flattery to keep them coming back every week. Because <laughs> without them, then who are you doing? Because then you have to replace them, and yeah, that's a pain in the ass. <laughs> yeah, you know what? You bring up a good point. You know what? I'm never watching them again. I'm out on the Costellos. Uh, I, I just was given the book uh, that I believe his daughter or son wrote. Uh, oh, yeah. uh, uh, Walter Koenig gave it to me and said, you know, you, you, uh, you, I believe it was, you mentioned one time for one second in passing mm-hmm. that you like Lou Costello. Mm-hmm. Here's a book. Mm-hmm. And now I've got homework. <laughs> so, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm still reading because, you know, my, my COVID and health issues and all shit, I don't have the, my brain will not allow me to read. Like, mm-hmm. uh, read like uh, other than a, four sentence story mm-hmm. and so I'm still reading Richard Marx's uh, memoir or mm-hmm. not memoir but autobiography yeah so I'm still reading that and uh, that came out a year ago can I admit I don't fully know that it, I think I know the difference between a memoir and a, an autobiography but sometimes I say one thing and I'm like maybe it's the other thing autobiography suggests that your whole life is basically complete and now you're telling the story whereas okay. a memoir is like an early your early an, or, I, I, or just a piece of your life? I don't I know. Think, I think a memoir, I mean, I'm not any smarter than you about this, but I believe a memoir is just like, these are the things I'm going to tell you, whereas an autobiography, as you said, is the, More I'm going to tell you the whole I was thing. born in hometown yeah, Illinois, okay. yeah. and now, yeah. eight chapters later, and then I, at one point, had the number one podcast in the world, and then Joe Rogan and Conan O'Brien came, the end. <laughs> <laughs> right? So that's that's the last chapter. So then you fill in in between, of course. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure, of course. Uh Right. And, and with an autobiography, maybe you have somebody like fact checking some of it. Yeah. And a memoir, they don't need to because it's just you, you whatever you remember. Your memories. And you could be wrong. Unless right. you end up on Oprah and then everyone's like, that's Whoa. not true. And then you're in trouble. A million little pieces. Yeah. Is that the name of that? I still that's thought right. that. I saw, it? thought that yeah. book was great. Oh, yeah. Even if he, even if, uh, he embellished a little bit. You know, it's great. We, you know, we come in here and sprinkle some. Yeah. humor into some stories right <laughs> most yeah. of us you've actually you're a virgin that's one thing people don't know about you you've, you've told some stories about banging around in your early days but you've well never, you've just never like donald trump yeah you know I, I i i say things that are not true <laughs> did anybody think that's how that sentence was gonna nope. did anybody think uh, it was nope. gonna be that disappointing I, I, I like where it landed though i think we all assumed it had a point i mean that was that so was maybe the most disappointing thing i've ever said in the history of the show that was a zero i should be in the chat <laughs> uh, all right it, andy daly does here. he know that we're live oh we're live i've been told did garen tell him out in the hall garen yeah, told him but i don't believe it <laughs> We're live. Look at the light. You lie all the time. That's true. You Do you want to have a good Should point? we show you a picture of today's headline or something? Is that what that would do? <laughs> yeah, that would help. I don't know uh, that, what that would do. It. We are going live to the world, Andy. Yeah. To the, the world. world. We got a fella in Sweden listening to us. Yeah, we got Sweden. We got a Swede. Hey, before we take a break, I want to tell you uh-huh. that my wife and son, you know, they, 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 they like to find things for the ride to school and or so you know when they've got other things that they do without me uh they have uh become obsessed uh with bananas for bonanza oh boy they absolutely <laughs> love it and they said we hey we, uh, we gotta we, we're going to uh, palm springs we should listen to this I go, i'm good <laughs> I'm, I'm all right i know that guy i hear you i only I, there's only one podcast that i listen to with any regularity and that oh. is uh, mailing it. It's the official podcast of the United States Postal Service, and it's fantastic. You love it. Hmm. No, I'm it doesn't. <laughs> it, <laughs> I'm exists. Say. it exists, but it's. Uh, uh, but do you listen? I have heard it. I've heard it two times. Is it hosted by Louis DeJoy? No, but he has been a guest twice. 
uh, and there's also a podcast. Trader Joe's has a podcast. Trader Joe, yeah. yeah. Oh my god, what are they talking about? This is the podcast I like to hear. <laughs> they, they interview the head of the produce department. You know, stuff like that. Okay, and he's talking in uh, bananas and oranges. Yeah, fr- fruits and vegetable. Exactly, produce. Produce. Yeah, that was one of the ones so, where under all, everything under the umbrella of produce. This guy will talk about on this podcast. That's it. All right. Don't ask him about paper towels. I'm not going to. I never would. <laughs> no. That's the last thing I would do. I would ask him where the hell is the pre-cooked bacon? I've been waiting and waiting. They got pre-cooked bacon at Trader They Joe? used to. Where is it? I will tell you this: everything I like it disappears from that place. We just had. You know, my wife was kind enough to get me a uh, a pre-cooked chicken breast from them because you know I don't really do much cooking, mm-hmm. uh, and it was awful. Oh. It was just flat out awful. Like it was just like, well, there's a reason why this is inexpensive <laughs> and at Trader Joe. You know, yeah. Trader Joe is, uh, yeah. You know, it's uh, you know, I mean, you trade pelts. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it was awful. It was just an awful I'm piece sorry. of chicken. I'm sorry you had that. Experience. And then uh, I was like, yeah, I don't know if this because uh, I only ate a little bit of it. And she's like, should you save the rest for the next day? I go, no, nah, I'm good. And then Oliver had a look on his face, like, yeah, good, good. Glad you said it out loud. Right. You gotta learn to cook. And why cook bacon? Cooking bacon is easy. Well, it's easy, but t- a little more time consuming. Like if you're just a mess to make a quick sandwich. And you're you looking to make a BLT on the run. You put a little bacon on it. You just uh, microwave it for 30 seconds. Then it's perfect. It's very tasty. Mm-hmm. Put a bacon on it. Put a bacon on it. Put a bacon on it. The, the, we all know what song I'm trying to do, right? All the single ladies? Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, I thought so, but that also was what in my head from Moulin Rouge. What about a, what about a, put a bacon. God damn it. <laughs> my apology you if know you what like it then you should have put a bacon on it that's it Sorry. what i have to do right now is, is buy it, tickets to me from Moulin Rouge. Well, i gotta see Moulin Rouge a second time there's no question about that but secondly i need to get somebody to contact me with wayne brady so i could just face to face apologize to him for everything i've said negatively for the past 30 years that's what i have yeah. to do Although just last week you were bragging that you could you could take him on any day. I guess that's what I'm saying. It's like yeah. I need to. You gotta, hey, go I gotta walk that back. Need to walk that back. <laughs> retract that, <laughs> and then sit down with Wayne and apologize and have him look at me through his pile of money and wonder what the fuck I'm saying. <laughs> All right, let's take a break. I, can I quickly say though? I I wonder. Maybe I'm wrong about this. I'd I, I'd like to be uh, informed by someone who knows. It seems like. Being able to improvise music, rap, whatever. Like, you studied this, Elliot. Mm-hmm. It seems like learning to juggle. It seems like if you study it and practice it, you, you can kind of, anyone can kind of do you, it. Ish. I mean, you have to have certain basic skills. Like, you have to be able to somehow sing. Like, even if you're a talk singer or whatever. All right, let's take that part out of it. I'm okay. just talking about rapping. Rapping is actually much harder, in my opinion, than mm-hmm. improvised singing. Because 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 if you miss the beat in a rap, it's really obvious. Whereas mm-hmm. with singing, there's some tricks you can do okay. where you can like hold a note or yeah. whatever. So so you're saying Wayne Brady is just full of tricks. <laughs> I don't I don't need to sit down with him. I think I was saying that. I think he's basically a juggler. You're telling me not to sit down with him. Okay, I'm not sitting down with Wayne Brady. Yeah. No, you don't owe him anything. I owe him nothing. Andy, you've done you've done improvised songs, right? I have. So what is your opinion? Well, I think you're right. I I used to do it like six shows a week mm-hmm, okay. for two years. And I I could do it quite well, I, but that was a, a long time ago. You don't think you can do it today? No. So and I do think it is a thing that you just you practice and you work on it, and you you just can yeah. There's can, there's there's techniques and things, but to Matt's to Matt's question, if you if right now you were forced to, mm-hmm. would you rather do an improvised rap or an improvised song? Oh, definitely an improvised song. Yeah, yeah no question. But yeah. Um, you you can get away with fewer words, I guess. It gives yep. you more time to it, think of new ones. It gives you flexibility because there's all sorts of different kind of songs and phrasing and things you can play yeah. games. Yeah. All right. Speaking of playing games, we got to take a break. Yeah. Uh, let's take a break. We're going to move Andy over to the big table. Oh, boy. 
I've got more questions for him. Certainly, I'm going to grill him. I'm going to put his fucking feet to the fire today. Yeah. This isn't the this isn't the fun visit you usually have. <laughs> <laughs> no. This is not the fun I have visit. Nothing to hide. No, I. Okay, I have two things to hide. <laughs> <laughs> well, now we got to know what those two things are. What what, what no, two things are hidden? No, they are. I'm hiding those. <laughs> they're, they're they're buried in the backyard. <laughs> yes. Right. So to speak. Andrew J. So to speak. What the fuck does that mean? <laughs> Of course, the so to speak is fucking implied. What the uh, shit? No, sorry. This I'm, is fucking. What are we doing? This is the bugle again. <laughs> this is the fucking bugle. I can help. The things I'm talking about actually are buried in the backyard. That was what I was getting. <laughs> Thank at. you very much. Yes. Uh, and by the way, when it's bugle, I really mean trumpet, because the a bugle doesn't have the uh, the valves, right? Correct. So, yeah. So well. Just to explain to Andy, so Jimmy used to do, and sometimes still does, okay, <laughs> to the listener, if anyone doesn't know what he's talking oh, whoa, our numbers are down another 10. We've lost 10 people since Daily showed up? Since I said the thing about laying cable, we've lost Jesus 10. Jesus Christ. Yeah. And that was already 10 down from the peak. <laughs> so I don't know what's happening. Why are we losing them by 10s? I don't like this. Maybe that's these, just the way. I don't like the, these packages. Yeah. Well, it was nine. It was, it ended in a. 52 and now it's 43 hmm. okay don't leave don't go no there's no day was more andy daly and he's going to be better mic'd in a minute all right so <laughs> all right let's take that break when we come back we got oliver's trivia question and uh we'll go around the home we got all that to do we'll do that right after this hey hiring's hard so hard so zip recruiters there to make it easy so easy that a boy matt you did exactly what i was hoping for we don't plan these folks we don't script these out we we sit down we go uh hey let's do a zip recruiter ad and then i i just say something and then matt responds and it's very very never enough funny very brand. organic uh very organic we both turn into james austin johnson <laughs> doing trump very organic they're talking about organic <laughs> Hey, see why four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. That's 24 hours. Amp up your hiring performance with ZipRecruiter and find the best fast. Go to this exclusive web address right now to try ZipRecruiter for free. ZipRecruiter.com slash Pardo. Once again, that is ZipRecruiter.com slash Pardo. Look, we haven't had to hire anybody in a long time, but I know there's people out there that have a small business and they do. Yes. And... uh Look, I don't want to do that job. If you wanted to work, you would go work as a headhunter if you cared, if you enjoyed hiring people for, you know, if that was your your passion. It's not mine. No, I don't, it's not mine either. So my passion's the opera. <laughs> Obviously, we all know that. Okay, I just want to make from, sure. From longtime listeners know that you love the I opera. I want to make sure that everybody's reminded of it. So just leave it to the professionals at ZipRecruiter. Let them do it. Let their technology help you so that you don't have to waste your time finding great candidates that's exactly right by the way we have tickets for the opera coming up i'm gonna hire somebody to go in my place <laughs> uh that is my passion my passion for the opera is to avoid it yeah uh ziprecruiter.com slash pardo ziprecruiter.com slash pardo z-i-p-r-e-c-r-u-i-t-e-r.com slash pardo ziprecruiter the smartest way to hire Guys, Shopify is something that's very, very dear and important to me, and you know that. You know that. And Matt, you're laughing because you know that I don't stop talking about Shopify off the air. It's really, it's it's weird. It's like your new obsession. Like, you used to talk about, you know, Journey and Kiss all the time. Now it's just Shopify this, Shopify that. I know, and I, all I can do is apologize, but I'll tell you why. It's because whether you're selling scented soaps or uh, offering outdoor outfits... The SSS or the OOO, Shopify helps you sell everywhere from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, which I learned stands for point of sale, not the other thing that I've been saying. (laughs) Right. That's when you go on and on about Shopify, you you sounded a little foolish because you were raving about, uh, and then people would say, well, why why is he talking about POS? Like what? Yeah. 
they didn't know either, and you didn't know how to tell them. Uh, well, no, because I was on the wrong side of history on that as well. Yeah. But point of sale is what POS stands for when we're talking Shopify. I'm excited because we've set up our own Shopify account to uh, handle our uh, our perks. You know, we were sending out uh, T-shirts and, and yearbooks to our subscribers, and uh, it's so easy. It's great. I get to, you know, assign roles to different people. Like our, our, our web guy, Jeff, is he's an admin in there now, and I, I just it was so easy to set him up, and then I set up our T-shirt guy. He's got an account in there. He can log in. He can do what he needs to do to get our shipping done. It's awesome. Um, I've been kept out of the loop on that uh, because um, you're kind. <laughs> yeah. Well, as much as you rave about it, you don't want to know about I don't want to know. I don't want to know how the sausage is made. I just no. want to see the, uh, the, the results. Right. That's what I want. And, and also, I don't know if illegally I can get away with this, but it's so easy to Shopify. Well, because Come you were on. off key, I think we're legally safe. I think I was on key for the, what I was doing. <laughs> we all knew what it was. Uh, you know, I'm not doing karaoke to a backing track. <laughs> it was on whatever key I was at. Uh, sign up for $1 per month trial period at Shopify.com slash Pardo. That's all lowercase. Shopify.com slash Pardo. Now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in, Shopify.com slash Pardo. Shopify, a better way to sell. Hey, everybody, welcome back to the program. We thank you for listening, and uh, we thank the people that are joining us via the live stream. We welcome you in. As, oh as we do, uh, we're losing again. Number real you're losing them. Jesus. Really down. Boy, Daily was a big mistake. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I would have thought Daily would get people moving, sure. motivated. Naturally. Oh, these are people on the internet? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, they're on the World Wide Web. Yeah, no, they don't like me. Oh, you don't, you, you don't have a good web presence. <laughs> I know. People on the internet don't like oh, me. Oh, I see. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, that is Andrew J. Daly. He's been here before. He'll be here again. I don't know if that's accurate. Maybe this is his last time. Maybe, oh. maybe he walks out of here and goes, never again. <laughs> oh, no. I've done that on some podcasts where I, d- I do it, and then I walk out and get in my car and go, no, never again. Really? Yeah. Wow. Why? Um, I didn't enjoy myself uh-huh. or the person wasn't professional. Hmm. Um, and, uh, you know, some, somewhere it's clear you're doing them a favor. Yeah. And then even even that is like... Yeah, that's that, that was a favor too far. That's not I can't think of a time when I've done that, when I've said never again. Do you ever do comedy bang bang? Because that's how I feel when I do that. That's the one I'm specifically thinking about. It's unprofessional. Really? People are telling lies nonstop, and that's a little frustrating. Okay. Yeah, you, can't, you don't know who to trust. I don't know who to trust. Is this guy a real person, or is he right. some character? Here's some entrepreneur. Here's a guy that's doing this. And and they say ridiculous things. Like, And oh. then Scott, the host, I don't know if you know Scott Arkman, he's I, the host. I do. He reacts to them as if they're saying something real. And it just, right. like, well, certainly you know they're full of shit. Why are we fucking placating that guy? You, pretty, should, you should not do that podcast. I'm out. <laughs> it was. It's inf- it's stressful. That Scott is real gullible. He's Just, he is gullible. He doesn't even realize they're pulling the wool over his eyes. The last time I was mm. on that show, there was a woman, and I one hundred percent apologize that I cannot pull her name at the moment. Okay, but she she said she was a potato. So she was a potato. Okay, the whole but you're time. in the room. Are you in the room? I'm in her? the room, and I'm just Jimmy Pardo, and my wife Danielle Koenig is there with me. Yeah. And this woman is saying she's a potato, and Scott's talking to her like she is a potato, and you can and see her. I see she's a human. She's a human being. Hmm. So what so, the fuck are we doing here? Very confusing. Yeah. I understand. Oh, I got in my car, and I just I I, I said it. I turned to my to Danielle, and I went never again, <laughs> never again. Maybe Scott knew she wasn't a potato, but he was worried that there was something wrong with her and that he, it would set her off to contradict what she was saying about her. So, you know what I mean? Like, that, yeah, sometimes you have to be careful with people. Safety first. Yeah. He's a trained psychologist, so he knows what he's doing. <laughs> I don't think he is. Now, by the way, I've got an update. The, oh, 
the uh, the the text. Now this person, remember, this person texted. Uh, that, that was off the air. The live listener knows what you're talking all about. Right. But explain to them. So for the people on uh, that are just listening, uh, I, I did see on uh, the news that the, the new scam going around mm. to somehow get you to give people money to for you to send money to this person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, is they reach out as if they're your friend, like mm-hmm. like you said, with an urgency. Hey, it's Susan. I'm at the airport. Are you coming to get me? And then you respond because you're you're not doing that. Oh, I think you got the wrong number, blah, blah. And then they try to engage with you. And the next thing you know, you're sending them $4 million to invest. <laughs> so uh, whenever they do that, I uh, I jump ahead and say, uh, hey, I think, uh, hey, I can't do that. Uh, mm. But would you like to uh, go in with me on some crypto? Right. And so I see how they respond. So here's this is what happened this time. Uh, this was Chuck. Are you going to travel with me to San Francisco next month? That's what this person said. He wrote that to you. I and wrote. you're supposed to write. His expectation yes. is that you're going to write back, sorry, this isn't Chuck. You got the wrong guy. And then now you're, now you're off to the races. Now we're off. Exactly. Right. So I wrote, I can't, but would you like to invest in some crypto with me? <laughs> he said, I'm sorry. I accidentally entered the wrong number. I hope I'm not disturbing your life. So that is. Uh, <laughs> Interesting. That's, he, he knows he's wrong. Uh-huh. Uh, or it really was just a mistake. No. No, this is part of that game. Hmm. Uh, what if what if Matt's right though, and it is this it, is the one time. It's the one time, and so now so now they <laughs> they think that there's this like this wrong number scam where if you call the wrong number, you get a guy trying to say crypto. Um, <laughs> are you just gonna let it go, or are you gonna be I, like no disruption? Do you? How about that crypto? <laughs> um, you're not disturbing me. How about, should I do that? Should I? Doge con- is going up. Should I continue this or or just like I'm with you? I, I kind of leaning towards let it go. Mm-hmm. I, I got a frozen this thing. Yeah, because mm-hmm. there's because there's a disengagement there. Where where they're at least smart enough, if they are really the scammer, to know that they're wasting their time. Yeah. I think you say, hey, no worries, man. I got plenty of free time now that I'm making money with crypto. <laughs> <laughs> Should I say that? <laughs> I, 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 I think I, I'm, worried about, I, I'm worried about me being present here on the program. And, <laughs> well, that that's yeah, also yeah. a concern. I I feel like this might be genuine because what you think this is the one genuine and now I'm an asshole. Because if he's the scammer, why did he write back to you? What is he? What does he right. want? I think out of he it still wants point. to engage. I think he wants me to say that. No, no worries, uh, no worries. And then he comes back at me. Well, Should we find that well, out? Just say, find that say out. no just worries. Say no worries. Let's see how he, what he does. Yes, I think yes. you should mention that hot new coin you know about. Yeah, but I. <laughs> but, but I. This is how we. This is how we find out. This is how we we weed out the fakes. Uh, Andy Daly is here. Speaking of fake, this guy is fake. There's no faker than this guy. Yeah, not, I mean, talk about a guy pretending he's someone else. That's it's what like I mean. He professionally does that. Right, this guy's got 12 sweaters. Is it 12? <laughs> Nine. Nine. That was yeah. the name of the album. But then there were four extras. Yes, so that's right. 13. So I'm one 13. off. <laughs> right. But you know what? And you know this. What? I, I didn't care for one of the characters. <laughs> so to me, there's only 12 sweaters. <laughs> Who was it? L. Ron Hubbard? <laughs> Uh, no, I think I like that guy. Uh-huh. You know, my favorite is, and I think about it on a regular basis. I'm okay. Sincere, is the, uh, in the future. Oh, yeah. That guy, that may be in the top five funniest things I've ever seen in my entire life. I forget what I called that character, but he was uh, like a parody of Criswell predicts. He was predicting. The but future. it was all about future. Your wife cheating yeah, on you all. and leaving. Yeah. Right? Uh-huh. Yeah. He hated his wife. <laughs> <laughs> and it was, I remember when you did it at the UCB, the Upright Sedum Brigade Theater. Hmm. And I just, uh, I, I don't think I was able. I think I lost it. Wow. Like laughing that hard. Oh, that's and, great. Uh, and then the rest of it was just lacking. The whole rest of the show. <laughs> it wow. was very wanting. Oh, well. But luckily, you had that one moment. Yeah. And no, it was, of course, it was all great. But that one, again, I was just thinking about it the other day. I was, for whatever reason, I was, and I know exactly where I was. I was, uh, Elliot, you know where I was too. I was on the 10 heading 
Westbound on the 10th, where the um, the Overland exit is. Okay. I was right there, and for whatever reason, it popped into my head. So I have the imagery of where I was when that popped into my head. How interesting. And I don't know why it did. Wow. In the Maybe somebody on the news said, oh. use the word mm-hmm. future. Yeah. Right. And then I went, in the future. <laughs> uh, anyway, get Andy's album if you have not gotten your album. I imagine yeah. that, that, are they still available on CD, Matt? They probably are, yeah. We probably have a few back there. And but streaming? You can stream them, yeah. Get them on wherever you listen to music and other stuff. Yes! I have some CDs in my home. Oh. Mm-hmm. Come on over. Yeah, come on over. Say hello to Listener. Uh, speaking, nah. uh, speaking of things you have at home, I do have all the uh, the uh, Let's See What Happens t- uh, 2022 tour merch is available. Go to jimmyaparto.com and you can get yourself a poster. I've added signed posters to the equation. Oh. Get yourself a signed poster. There's stickers. There's magnets. There's the pin. Here's a sticker. There's the sticker. There it is. Beautiful. I happen to notice boxes and boxes addressed to Never Not Funny in the hallway. Wait, boxes addressed to Never Not Funny or to AST Records? No, to Never Not Funny. What would those boxes be? In the hallway. Um, in the hallway. Are those, I don't know. We'll talk about it off the air. <laughs> oh, I know. It's it's the hats. Oh, it's the hats. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Somebody, somebody, and by that I mean uh, somebody in this room hmm. uh, may have, instead of uh, putting, uh, let's say, instead of 500, hmm. uh, put 5,000. <laughs> might have been an extra zero. Yeah, so there's somewhere. an extra zero. Uh, so again, so you really got to move those hats. We got to move hats. <laughs> uh, somebody... Somebody made a big mistake on, on I, whatever I did, I did wrong. My, my, my thought was this. Mm. I think I bumped up to the very next one because that's where the price break was. But but like the, the, that price break was hundreds of hats more. Oh. And oh, in see. my head, it was like, uh, well, no, it's only a little bit more. Be a fool not to get this deal. Yeah. <laughs> so it was presented on there as, you know, 30% off if you do this. Yes. You said, I like that. That number off is big. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But now we have, have to your points. point, yes. boxes of hats. <laughs> <laughs> Oops. Yeah. Well, we all make so, mistakes. Sounds, sounds like uh, maybe guests will start getting gifts again. Oh, that's not a bad idea. Here, mm. uh, you take this hat and then mm-hmm. put it in your trunk. <laughs> take this box of hats. Yeah. <laughs> Every guest gets a whole box. <laughs> yeah, you want to think that you just you, you give them the. Hey, hey, oh, uh, he's back. He's oh, back. Oh, oh boy. Response to no worries. Uh, see, here we go. See, oh. here we go. It, it, this is this is the deal. Thanks for your consideration. You are a kind person. My name is Larissa, and I hope I'm not intruding on your life. See, so they wanted okay. to continue. Yeah, oh, okay, they wanted to keep moving. You're right, Larissa. Right. We don't. By the way, we don't. Uh-huh. Even though Larissa is a lady name, we don't know that a lady's on the other side of. All right, so, right, so I'm going to say. What do you no, mean? No, 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 <laughs> that's not. That's oh. that's a lady name a guy would make up. What's the kind of a name girls have? Larissa, <laughs> and it's a sexy name. Larissa, sure it is. It's not oh. a name you hear often. No, no, no it's not. Cousin had a. Best friend whose name was Larissa. Are you? You're not involved in that story at all, Garen. <laughs> that's somebody that uh, whose cousin once worked with. Uh, uh, shit, who's it the was, guy that died? It was Dennis, a, not Dennis. Dennis Farina. Yeah, Dennis. Dennis it was Dennis Farina. Dennis, yeah. Farina. Dennis Farina. Yeah. Why does that sound wrong to me? Hmm. Uh, all right, so man, I'm going to respond with what you said. Okay. No stress. Plenty of p- plenty of free time. Let her know about my cousin's friend. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I will. Plenty of free time now that I'm making tons <laughs> with crypto. Uh, by the way, by the way, I'm going to say it's my cousin. My, by the way, my cousin's best friend is named Larissa. <laughs> 
<laughs> you guys are really bonding. I like to see it. Okay, yeah, see, nice. this is a big scam. This is what they do. And by the way, what if yeah, she, she doesn't fucking get it? And all of a sudden, like I, you see me reach for my wallet, <laughs> uh, Jimmy, stop! <laughs> reach for my wallet, like, hold uh, you back. And here's the CVS code or whatever the fuck the CV. What's it called? The CV something. CVV. CVD. CVD. Look where the price break is. <laughs> yes. What if she's offering hats? She's like, I've got a great deal on hats. I'm, I'm in. I'm in. What's the price? Yeah. What's the price break? What's the price break? I only need one, but where do I start saving the money? <laughs> well, if you, if you buy 20 hats, you can save 30 minutes. Give me 20. Let's see what happens. Um, all right. We'll see if she responds or he, this like, is fun. to your point. Or your point. It could mm. be a dude. Mm. could be a robot for all we know. It could be a bot. Hmm. Given that Andy's here, I almost feel like at some point we should take your phone over to 7-Eleven and see what they think about this. <laughs> Not a bad idea. Not a bad it's a idea. Short walk. Naturally, it's a short walk. Naturally. <laughs> uh, boy, that building next door, but it's going up fast. By the way, they're yeah. doing well, I that, never, that I weird shop that I passed to get here. Oh no, no. Are you talking about on the left here? Uh, yeah, or on the, the, paint, the, the crazy yeah. mural. Yes, yes. Yeah, with uh, where the uh, you could leave your pack edges. <laughs> I noticed uh, that too. I got an update from Larissa. Oh, oh my god. From Larissa. Larissa's kind cool. of here we go. Over the here show. we go. Fuck it. You ready? Here we yeah, go. Yeah. Cool. Have you been investing in cryptocurrencies too? See, <gasps> she's not even listening. You've already told her twice. You are. That's the. Uh, uh, now I now I just leave it because we're done. Okay. Uh, but see, I told you. That's the fuck. That's okay. the scam. Yeah. You win. Wow. But okay. there still are. Trying to sell our Amway. Wrong numbers Am I, still happen, right? Can I ask you a question? Is it wrong if I ask around? <laughs> I, think I, think I, got, I think Larissa and I have something going well, on. Well, Larissa and Chuck certainly do. Oh, fucking poor Chuck. Yeah. Uh, Chuck's out. Uh, <laughs> Chuck's out. Larissa and I are going to San Fran. What a yeah, you know what? What did I say that? Hey, you know what? If Chuck doesn't want to go, I'll go to San Francisco with well, you. Well, she still oh. thinks you're Chuck because you haven't said you're. Or did you say no, you're I said. No, I didn't say it. I said I can't. Yes. Oh. So yeah. we, as so far she, as Larissa's concerned, she thinks I'm Chuck. You're you Chuck. can say let's discuss in San Francisco. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah, and yeah, get, yeah. Give her a find a flight and a time. I'll meet and you a, at the Embarcadero. There you go. Discuss in San Fran. That's what I'm gonna say. Okay. I only I only like to do my my uh, investment transactions with people in person and to have those conversations. I, I'm not you. I'm not gonna fucking write a book. I just wrote let's discuss in San Fran. But that's eventually eventually you get to the point where she's gonna say oh we can do it online and then you're gonna say oh well I prefer to talk about it yeah, in we'll person. Get there, but listen, I'm not George Lucas thinking ahead. I'm I go text by text day by day, baby. You think George Lucas was thinking ahead? No, he, he, Matt said that he. Uh, uh, we were talking earlier about whether the Star Wars was really all planned out or not. I don't think it was. So. Nope. Now you you mentioned Dark Crystal. You're a uh, I don't know you to be a, fan, a fantasy guy, a sci-fi guy. I'm getting into it. <laughs> yeah, is, yeah. It, is it because of the children? Yeah. What happened? Yeah, I don't know how my kid discovered the Dark Crystal TV series on Netflix, but we watched it and it was great. And it's a prequel, so then we jumped to the movie 1982. That sucks. <laughs> it really. Is. I remember <laughs> That's it. That's unwatchable. No, it's fine. It's just slow yeah. and uh, and arty. Okay. There's some art. That's maybe why I didn't like it as a kid, because I was like, hey, Muppets. And I was like, what is this? I know. I'm bored. Yeah, it's weird. Let me ask you a question. Mm. Your daughter, Daphne. Mm. Sophomore? Yes. She's also, just like Oliver, a sophomore in high school. Sophomore in high school. That's crazy. It's yeah. crazy, right? Yeah. And as I always bring up, and probably the, the listeners are sick of hearing this, that means we are uh, three years away, sophomore, junior, senior, of them possibly going away to college, mm. to where I will single-handedly solve 
the, the California drought. <laughs> <laughs> I will. I know that you're. You, you, There's salt in tears, uh-huh. and so they'll have to desalinate. Have to desalinate it. Yep. But I, know. I will be. I will cry so much when my son goes away to college that I will solve the problem. I am not thinking as much about sadness as worry. I'm more in the worry place. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I yeah. hear you. Yep. I hear you. Yeah. yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, the world needs ditch diggers too, son. That's what I say to him. <laughs> the world needs what? Ditch diggers too. Uh-huh. Uh, so no college, just right to ditch digging? Straight to ditch digging. Look, we all need it. And he's got things hidden in his backyard. He might need a guy with a spade. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, or a girl. <coughs> Girls can dig ditches too, I, I guess I was specifically talking about Oliver. Yeah. Oliver can come over to the backyard. You're welcome at any time. Dig up whatever he wants. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, open Practice. open invitation. Open invitation anytime. Mm-hmm. You're not at all sudden, concerned you... about what might be buried there. Oh no, I know what's there, <laughs> he and he's just going to have to be cool about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What if you guys wake up one day and you, and, and you look out the carry goes, uh, Andy, you're never going to believe what's happening. There's a young boy digging in our backyard, and you just go, Oh yeah, that's Oliver Party. <laughs> I told him it was okay. I told him it was cool. He wants to practice. <laughs> uh, he's going to be a ditch digger. Yeah, I'm uh, trying to be supportive. Good for him. He deserves it. Oh, here we go. She's back. Larissa, right, fake right. Larissa's back. What should I call you? A friend from afar. Well, well you're wait. Chuck. You're Chuck. I thought I was Chuck. <laughs> Say this. My name's Chuck and I like to fuck. <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> the last text. <laughs> what should I call you? A friend from afar. I, I think you got to double uh, down on Chuck. I thought I was Chuck. You could say that works. <laughs> like a friend from afar. Yeah. Uh, uh, you know, uh, I'm going to say, I thought I was Chuck, but a friend from afar works as well. <laughs> AFFA. I thought I was Chuck. <laughs> <sighs> this is, so I think now, I believe there's a language barrier in play. That sounds like it. Yeah. A friend from afar. Friend from afar? Peculiar. Well, in fairness, I did grow up at afar. Oh, <laughs> afar, I didn't afar, know Afar, Illinois. Yeah, it's a <laughs> suburb of Chicago. It's, uh, it's, right, it's right next to Evergreen Park. All right, done with my bit. This is a, this, so this person is, I'm thinking, quite confused at this point. They don't know what to do. Yeah, now you've confused. They're them. spinning out. They're trying. They're it's Google translating, and they're yeah. yeah they're they're yeah. trying to steer. Confused. They're steering into the skid. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, speaking of skid, my uh, I, I came out to my automobile today, and it said that uh, you know it's got uh, the emergency thing, the little uh, uh, warning thing, saying that my front left my pad, my driver's side front tire, uh, low pressure. Okay. And I look at the tire. It does not appear to have low pressure, and then I put uh, more air in it uh-huh. to where now it probably has too much air in it, and it's still saying low pressure. So sounds that's, like you got a sensor problem. Like yeah, a sensor, problem. sensor problem. Does your because my my Fiat will actually tell me the psi? Does yeah, yeah, your yeah. Car tell, on the screen, tell the psi. It, yeah, that's what I mean. It's too high. No. Now it's too high. But the lights still on. And the lights on. And none of the other ones, which had the exact same thing. That's bizarre. Uh, Why wouldn't the thing that says what the number is tell the, the other thing to turn off? I don't know. But what what that, all that says to me is I now have to waste a fucking day. Yeah. Going to the dealership to say what's that because like, it's good? not a quick. Like it should be. We both know. Mm. It's oh that's a sensor problem. They go in. They fix it in two mm, seconds. Right. But that's a. Can you bring it at seven fifteen? Uh, yeah, are you gonna wait? Are you gonna wait for it, Jimmy? Yeah. I didn't get to it today. Yeah, right. <laughs> right? It's like shit. Come on, dude. We had a terrible rush. <laughs> now, who is this? This is. <laughs> I bring our Prius to a place in Silver Lake, and the guy is the nicest guy in the world. 
but and he is legitimately slammed. I think his prices are good or whatever, and so I don't ever question it. And when I drop my car off there, I'm just I don't know what's happening. I'm surrendering to the fates. Right. But he calls me all the time. Andrew, I did not get to it today. <laughs> <laughs> I know I said three o'clock. Can you leave it overnight? <laughs> it's just, and you say yes. I said absolutely. You yes. have you, you have the. Uh, I'll ride my bike. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Then how do you get around? You have a second a second vehicle. Uh, the, yes, our household is. Do you, do, do you, are you not a two-car family? You must be. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. But my wife has to use her car, so like... Uh, yeah, we manage. We tend I understand. To, you guys will figure it out. We, it's, it is uh, uh, unusual that both cars are in use at the same is time. Is that right? Yes. Hmm. It is. It's rather unusual. Oh, I can... My, my wife's using her car right now. It's... Uh, She's running an errand, a very important errand. At times when we are down to one car, it's, yes. it can be fine for like three or four days. And then, and then it's a real problem. Yeah. <laughs> All of a sudden, the errands oh, build shit. up. Yeah, right. uh, now, Andrew J. Daly was on the most recent uh, uh, pop culture over there at the Flappers, mm-hmm. also streaming, mm-hmm. uh, where the, the first question, Matt, was, uh, I believe it's, uh, uh, who's the guy that's going to have a... Uh, Haunted house oh, at the, the weekend. The weekend's going to have weekend. a haunted house. If you, as a uh, the cold open is to get to know you question, what haunted house would you create? And uh, Olivia De Laurentiis, who's been on this program, uh, said a Britney Spears themed one, which was very funny. Mm-hmm. And then um, our next guest, who Martha um, Kelly, Martha Kelly. Thank you. Mm-hmm. She had uh, what was hers? Remember, Elliot? The that chipmunks, Alvin. Oh, the chipmunks! Alvin and Chip won. That was the she won just on premise alone. <laughs> yes, and then her specifics were very good, but just on premise alone. Uh, mm-hmm. And Olivia's specifics were great too. They, yes, they yes. both were. It was a one-two punch of funny. Mm-hmm. And then here comes Mr. Andrew Daly, uh, Andrew Daly, who did a joke. I'm not fucking around. For one person in the room, <laughs> and that one person was the judge. <laughs> Andy, please tell them what you what haunted house you would create. Uh, I said it was going to be a prog rock hellscape. Um, it's, it's the Jethro Tull. Yes. Scary. So, yeah, Aqualung is there. Cross-Eyed Mary is there. Sure. You know. And what was the one from Crest, uh, from Crest in the Nave? What was the reference from that? Oh, uh, yeah. In the end, you're attacked by a steel monkey That's from right. the Grammy-winning uh, Crest of the Nave. God damn it. <laughs> it was, and I'm, and no, you know, I'm not insulting. Uh Nobody gave a shit. No, not and, one and, shit. And it was flawless <laughs> and wonderful. I was very surprised that there were no tall heads in the audience you, at all at Flappers. Really? I was very surprised. Um, but what it, it made me, and I texted you, it made me immediately go home and listen to the essential Jethro Tull. Uh, mm, I yeah. do like Jethro Tull. Not to, not to the extent that Andy does, but I do, mm. I do like him. And Crest of the Nave, which is a Grammy Award winning album, which it should not be. Um, Controversial. Uh, <laughs> that may be my favorite Jethro Tull album. Really? Yeah, I, I really, really like it. That's funny you should say that. Why, you hate it? Well, of course. But <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> but I have a, a an interview with uh, Ian Anderson, yes. Jethro Tull, where he's he's very funny in an interview. He's, he's not... Uh, He's nuts, but he, he it's, it's a reissue and a remastering of their greatest album, which is Aqualung. Right. And he's saying, you know, when they approached me about doing this, I said, well, what about Stand Up? That's some people's favorite Jethro Tull album. What about Crest of a Knave? That's some people's favorite Jethro Tull album. And I thought, no, it isn't. That's well, nobody's favorite Jethro Tull. But now I'm across the table from a guy. Well, I met him once at a restaurant and I told him, so he remembers this. <laughs> Not true. Uh, I just tried an interview with him as well, and I was like, 
I actually thought he would be a good podcast guest because he's sure he's he, he's a good speaker like and he's, mm. uh, he seems down to earth as well even though you say he's a little nuts uh well yeah i think he's um so <laughs> he often refers to himself as the principal songwriter and arranger uh so there's a in his i think there's a real dispute about who created what okay in the catalog and the whole rest of the band over time has fallen away and he tours with much younger guys now and so there's a lot of defensiveness about i'm i am the band i see mm-hmm. so there's a lot of that but also in this interview he tells this funny story about how uh, Led Zeppelin four was recorded in the same building as the Aqualung album and the two bands had toured together before. Um, but he said that he never got along with Robert Plant. And he says, and I think it was my fault because I said in an interview that if you took my lyric writing combined with Robert Plant's singing, you'd have you'd have a great lead singer. <laughs> and he said that Robert Plant was insulted by the oh, swipe against yeah. his lyric writing. Hmm. Well, I don't know if Ian's wrong. <sighs> yeah. I mean, I love Led Zeppelin, but I don't I don't know if Ian is wrong. By the way, happy birthday to Robbie Plant. He just, I want to say, turned 74 years old. No um, shit. They all are. Stevie Nicks, I think, is 73. That's another podcast I listen to, by the way. Dig, digging Deep with Robert Plant. Oh, you, and you enjoy that one? Uh, yes, for, in a certain way. How often is Alison <laughs> Krauss on? Does she show up way too often? Oh, I think I think she's only been on the one time. Okay. It's, what it is, is it's a very sycophantic young British man uh, hanging on every word that Robert Plant okay. says. And <laughs> laughing and laughing. Oh, oh it's like, uh, what's his name with, uh, what's her name? What's his name with, what's her name? Uh, the uh, Martin Scorsese with... Um, oh, Friendly Boys. With Friendly Boys. Yeah. Do they have a podcast, the two of them? No, it was a Netflix, Netflix series. Show. Even better. You must watch <laughs> minimum one episode. Wait, who's oh. kissing up to who? It's, it goes both ways. Oh, it, goes it, both it is. Ways. It is. Yeah, it's amazing. Two people... But he laughs at her. She's, you know, she's she's humorous, yeah. witty, she's, and she's droll. Witty. But he fall. Yes. I mean, he literally Arsenio hauls it out of his chair. He's wow. laughing. Yeah. He's Jimmy Fallon rolling on top of a desk at it's everything insane. this woman says. It's completely insane. And it led to the funniest thing Kyle Mooney ever did on SNL, uh, where he did an impression of her, of, of him rather. And it was, I wish they would have brought it back every week. It was that great. <laughs> yeah, it was, uh, it was. Sounds good. Uh, I forgot that Kyle Mooney was, was he playing Scorsese? He was Scorsese. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. Um, and, 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 but in fairness, they probably never brought it back because it was his version of the Jethro Tull like it, it, it's yeah, such oh, yeah. a niche. It, it, it was like, who's even watching this show, and what's the overlap with the SNL audience? Like, it's crazy. Zero. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, hey, you know what? Because we're on a time crunch, let's get to the question. Yeah. And then we could. We're, we'll certainly we're going to do more show after Andy leaves. Yeah. Uh, oh. But we uh, we're lucky enough to get Andy for a nice seventy five minutes. Sure. sure. That's, that's a, good a chunk. That's a, good, that's a great chunk of time. No question. <laughs> Some might argue too much. <laughs> that's not me though. I welcome it. I'd like to talk to those people. All right, here we go. Oh, yeah, I got to write my name at the top of this. Where'd your wife go on? By the way, uh, my wife and son, they play pickleball. Pickleball. Oh, yeah. And they went Friday night to play pickleball while I had, uh, this will be shocking, a doctor's appointment. <laughs> and then I came home. So I got home before them and I just was killing time. And on the local PBS, they were playing a uh, film during the pandemic. It's or the end of the pandemic. I don't know if we're in the middle of it or where we are these days. But yeah. uh, but people, some people in the audience were wearing masks. That's how current this was. Um, and 87-year-old Frankie Valley. Hmm. What? And... You know, he lip syncs his entire show. He lip syncs the entire concert. Oh, um, and Dan, and, and Danielle said, 
uh, oh my God, it looks like he's being held by gunpoint to do this show. <laughs> like he looks like somebody's forcing him uh, to do the show. Maybe the case. It could be a Brian Wilson situation. I wonder. Ugh. And, uh, you know, he's had a little work done, so his eyes are kind of popping out mm, a little bit. Yeah. Um, and the young guys with him are playing to the back row. Mm, I mean, they're very, yikes. they're very big. They're, uh-huh. ve- they're very great. They're great singers. Yeah. But mm. They're very big, very demonstrative. Uh, but all those songs are great. You know, all the mm. uh, Four Seasons songs, all the, uh, you know, Frankie Valli solo hits. Mm. Um, so it was nice background uh, music while I was waiting for them and, you know, probably, you know, doom scrolling, as they say. Oh, doom scrolling. Speaking of which, the new Dawes album is fantastic. They got, oh, uh, cool. Doom Here's my new thing. If I go yeah. to a concert, let's say. Yes. I ask myself as I'm sitting in the audience. Why is this person performing this concert? <laughs> you, you mean, do they? What's your point? Do they need the money? Exactly. Do they enjoy the live exactly. performing? Are they here because they really enjoy this? Right. Uh, I, yeah. And sometimes, you, sometimes you have no doubt about it. Sometimes you're watching a performance and you go, "This is a person who loves to be here tonight." Most of the time, <laughs> it's a little bit more of a mystery. I agree with. I, I will say this. You know, in, in the, the world, the classic rock world I'm in, mm-hmm. I know that uh, a friend of the show, Tommy Shaw, friend of the show, Kevin, Kevin Cronin, they love performing. Mm-hmm. Paul Stanley, who's never been on the program because his publicist doesn't understand that he'd have a good time here, um, <laughs> loves performing. So mm-hmm. I think that why because they're gazillionaires, they don't need they it's, they don't they don't need, need, need to the be money, it. right? No, but sometimes there's a. <laughs> it's they don't love to do it and they don't need the money but there's this weird middle zone of ego and yeah. relevance yes I, I can't yeah i can't yeah. be seen to be done yes like i have to maintain my status as a an active member of this community mm-hmm. of performers so while other people are singing along and dancing and stuff like that i'm sitting there yeah. going <laughs> which is it <laughs> yeah now do you do you think about that when you purchase the ticket and leading up to the show or does it only no, dawn on you only, to think about it when you're there it, it only dawns on me when they come out and i'm yeah. i, I search their face <laughs> you know what you're like, it sounds like you have good, good seats at least <laughs> <laughs> to your point we have tickets to see stevie nicks at the hollywood bowl next month love to know two months and um you know, she kind of in interviews, like when she talks about Fleetwood Mac, about how they're getting tired and this. And then she'll, you know, I'm doing a mini tour. It's like, well, you don't need the money. Mm-hmm. You, you kind of said you don't enjoy performing. So why is this happening? And you're 73. Relax. Absolutely. I'm going to introduce. That said, I couldn't wait to buy the tickets. I'm going to introduce an, an odd uh, wrinkle to this, <laughs> this whole conundrum. Some people have whole teams around them and mm. the, the teams want the thing to happen because they don't have all the money in the world mm. they need to make money so you're using the jay leno fucking conan o'brien over excuse when he says well you know there's the entire crew well, i mean if i it, leave it, they don't have jobs it's not an excuse it's just to say like they're they might be actually decent human beings who are like you know what i don't want to have to fire my team because i'm not doing anything anymore like let's give them something to do you know what matt to your point friend of the show tommy shaw and sticks i believe uh they uh took care of their crew throughout the pandemic yeah they were because and they would do some uh virtual things to help the crew out right so and and there's also pressure you know there's relationships like managers have relationships with artists sometimes that i think regular people wouldn't believe what the relationship is like but here's a here's one for you because we know he's not a good guy because of that documentary about the session musicians uh, Billy Joel doing these concert at Yankee Stadium. Yeah. Mm. We know he's not a good guy, so that's there's ego. no way he's that's ego. That's nothing but 100 ego on his. Like he's, he seems like. Thank you, hey. thank you, Billy. I have heard him say that while he's playing, you know, Piano Man or whatever his classic songs, he has 
admitted that he's thinking in his head, what am I going to get for room service when I get back to the hotel? Because I could get the burger and fries, but the fries are always soggy when they make it up there. Like, that's what's going through his mind. That, what's what he doing? That's not cool. Yeah, that's no. not, he's making a lot of money. I mean, I, I do that when I'm singing to my son when he's, I'm putting him to bed and I'm we sing the same song every night and I just drift off in my mind because you yeah. can if you do it enough times, you can be doing one thing and thinking a total other thing. Sure. But uh, but you, you're getting paid a lot of money to deliver piano man. Yeah. buddy. At least at least be present. Please do. You so, so those frat kids could enjoy it. Uh, all right. Here we go. Here we go. Mm. Oliver's trivia. Uh, all right, here's your question. And we're going to have to go around the horn quickly on this, guys. Uh, the category is transportation and vehicles. Transportation, transportation and vehicles. And got, we have we have, a, we have an open palette here. Got a whole new group of numbers I can choose from. Okay, I'm going to go. It's kind of hard. You know what? You know what? I got a car. You just got, you, just got, you guys just heard me talk about my tire. Yeah. Yeah. So I might, I, I think I had a leg up on this one. Hey. Oh, oh. What if he went, uh, who's been fucking around with dad's tire? <laughs> <laughs> Nobody knows the answer to that one. He would say my dad's tire, by the way, because we despise when people say dad mm-hmm. just in conversation. Well, you know, dad on Sundays likes to go fishing. Not my, it's not my dad. It's your dad. Please use my in front of it. It's <laughs> always the children of famous people that do that. Yeah, you know what? As it is, the, isn't it? The person, as if the person's celebrity made them everyone's father. Right. <laughs> you know, when dad goes shot. Okay. Uh, all right, listen. So we'll take another break when Andy leaves. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. so we'll keep this tight here. Yeah. So here's your question. Ready? All right. mm-hmm. Again, transportation and vehicles. So I've written down a number in the top box. That yep. is correct. Okay, Wait, okay, we're, okay. we're going to take a break after you read the question, too, right? No, because we, uh, we, we so only, we're gonna just re- answer immediately and then go right around and, and I don't know if we have time. But he's got to leave. Okay, uh, I can, I, I'll give you another five minutes. <laughs> I, guys, I I've just been work. told we got an extra five, <laughs> so we See can take a quick break. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, we could take. I'm saying we could just take an extra break. All right, it's well, not a big deal. Well, here's your question then. Yeah. All right. Transportation of vehicles. Mm-hmm. A rooster, a duck, and a sheep were the first passengers ever for what form of transportation? Shit. A rooster, <laughs> rooster, a duck, and a sheep were the first passengers ever for what form of transportation? Oh goodness. That's a that's a tricky thing because cause like the wheel, maybe. But <laughs> <laughs> Right. Right. Yeah, like do you know that the wheelbarrow didn't have those three things in it the first time it was used? Maybe yeah. that's the answer. Uh I'm gonna I'm gonna go with my answer here. All right. I'm gonna write it down. I mean, first thought, best thought, because who the hell really knows, right? Well, you know, you know, I'm an expert on, on roosters. You know that. Well, because you you love Top Gun, and of course, Top Gun Maverick, oh, the character Rooster, a duck, the sixth highest grossing film of all time. Now, is that you, you know why? Because everybody was excited about going to see a motion picture in the theater, yeah. and it was we all were looking forward to it, and, and, it, and it actually delivered. And it delivered, unlike a lot of movies that are like you got to see it in the theater. This one's like, oh no, it really was. Didn't Minions great. do very well as well? Didn't I don't know. Minions? Probably. I, I bring this up in case the head of Regal is listening, because uh, there's talk of them panicking and going bankrupt and right uh and i don't want to see them close i don't i don't i don't want in my lifetime i do not want to see the end of the movie house mm. don't worry you only have five years to live i think you're okay <laughs> <laughs> you know what you bring it's up a not good gonna point. go that fast <laughs> you bring up a good point your, your son will certainly see the last movie yeah. theater close, but not you I mean, not, I mean people like to people still like to i go agree out. i know it's it's tough. was oliver part of the get dressed up and go see the minions movement he was not okay he was not in fact he hasn't seen it no 
He hasn't uh, seen it. He thought uh, he thinks it's a little too young, even though I told him that the Belknaps all enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. But he's kind yeah. of like, oh, I think I'm a little too old for that, Dad. And I went, we're going to go see it because your father wants to. <laughs> I, I do think Zoe, Zoe kind of saw it ironically, I think, though. Okay. So she didn't dress up, but she, it was definitely like a kind of an ironic. Yes, my high school sophomore saw it ironically twice. Oh. <laughs> I saw it unironically with my 10-year-old. And? Ditto. Um, I didn't quite understand. <laughs> I was I was confused. <laughs> For a fair I, have you of the seen movie. the other minions and and Despicable yes, Me but movies? I'm not extremely familiar with. It. I've right. seen. I don't know how many movies they've made. Well, they in don't this warrant world. any. Mem- you don't. You shouldn't remember what happened in another minions. Yes, movie. exactly. Yeah. They don't. They don't demand that type of uh, scrutiny. But at yeah. risk of getting too serious on this program, it just dawned on me that you know my son and my mother had a bond over the uh, minions movie and the. Uh, Despicable Me movies, yeah. and he made her like even made her like Christmas one year, the the Christmas that she passed away, um, a, a minion sort of uh, yeah ornament, yeah, kind of an ornament, tchotchke, a tchotchke, yeah, and he made it out of you know foam board or whatever. Mm-hmm. So maybe there is a th- maybe uh, there's maybe a little bit of that. Like sad, I don't, yeah. yeah, like uh, I, yeah, that would yeah. make him sad. So that, uh-huh. I, that makes sense. I, I'm gonna go with that. Okay. Yeah. Um, and I'm still going to force him to go. <laughs> yeah, uh, all right, let's take, let's take that quick break that Matt discussed. Mm-hmm. Uh, when we come back, we'll go around the horn. We'll get everybody's answer. <laughs> and uh, we'll do all that right after this. Hey, guys, Matt here with some dates for you. Andy Daly is on Twitter at TV's Andy Daly. He's also on the podcast Bananas for Bonanza. Check it out wherever you get podcasts. I don't actually know if that one's part of the Comedy Bang Bang world, cbbworld.com. Is where to go for for that stuff. I know he does a variety of different things over there, and uh, some of it may be free, some of it may be paywalled. But uh, check it out in any case, and you will enjoy it because he is hilarious. Also, as we mentioned earlier, check out uh, Nine Sweaters, his first album that we did with. Uh, he did that with AST Records, and uh, and then we also did four more sweaters, uh, which is also great. So check out everything Andy Daly, and enjoy. Um, Jimmy Pardo can be enjoyed at virtual flappers in the virtual space. He's doing his last uh, Zoom room show with flappers on August 26th, 7 p.m. Pacific time show there. Go to flapperscomedy.com to get tickets to that. And then the very next night, August 27th, I believe that's this Saturday, he's in the YooHoo room at flappers in Burbank. So uh, go enjoy that. He's going to take some requests. If you want to, uh, if you think of a story that you liked on Never Not Funny, you want to hear him tell it on stage, uh, that's where to do that. And then he's going to Bloomington, Indiana, Comedy Attic, September 16th and 17th. That's the first of uh, his fall uh, road dates, which he's very excited about. Uh, He's also very excited about the new merch for this fall tour, which you can find at jimmypardo.com. Just click the store or merch link uh, on that site and you can uh, get some stickers, get some pins, uh, posters available. Just check it out. It's all at jimmypardo.com. Enjoy. Hey, sometimes you find yourself at uh, the, the wallet uh, missing a couple of bucks. Now, who, did somebody steal it or what's going on over there? It doesn't matter how you're missing the bucks. Money might be a little tight. That's where earning comes in, Matt. Yeah, earning. Earnin's there if you got a last uh, minute uh, gift for a loved one, an expect, uh, unexpected trip to the vet. I've seen a lot of that on uh, uh, social media, by the way. People saying, oh, I had to spend the night at the, at the pet vet. Yeah. People like using the phrase pet vet. Even though vet covers pet. I mean, what other, are you, are you at the... Wild animal vet? Yeah, you could be visiting a, a soldier. Oh, okay. Uh, I, I think people, I, I think they like the sound of pet vet. It does sound fun. It is fun to say. I get it. Uh, but nobody's pointing out that they're at the pet vet for fun. So uh, That's a good point. Yeah. Why are they, yeah. Why are they being uh, capricious or uh, silly with their... 
very you know, serious issue. You know, capricious say. <laughs> uh, now, listen, this is here's the important thing. Earn-in is there because the point is you're not at the pet vet at three in the morning going, oh, good, I get to spend X amount of money right. uh, that I don't have. That's where Earnin jumps in. Yes. Uh, Earnin is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work, up to $100 a day, up to $750 per pay period. Yeah. So it gives you a little goose if you need it. Yeah, it's, but you're, you're making the money by going to your job and working every day. They're just saying, hey, we can get you that money a little bit sooner than the, than the paycheck arrives. That's exactly right. Now, over three and a half million people are already uh, saying things like, when I think about earning, I think about financial stability, security. It gives me a lot of peace of mind. That's what they're saying. They say it like that? Yeah. I would think there'd be a little more uh, excitement. No, these, these are people that, uh, you, you know, when they're giving a testimonial, they're caught off guard. And they're, then, they, they're not comfortable in front of a microphone. Exactly these are right. not professional these broadcasters. Like we are. Yeah, they, they, they sound stilted, but that's real. That's genuine. Thank you. Matt, again, it gives them peace of mind. <laughs> uh, hey, download Earnin today. That is spelled E-A-R-N-I-N. That's in the Google Play or Apple App Store. When you download the Earnin app, type in Never Not Funny Under Podcast, please. When you sign up, it'll help the show. Let's them know who said to you there who directed you there once again put in never not funny under podcast subject your available earnings location daily max and pay period max see earnin.com slash tos for details earnin is a financial technology company not a bank bank products are issued by evolved bank and trust member fdic earnin it's your money get it now uh listen this is you you know this uh, belknap and and hokeberg and myself we love the factor meals in fact garen cockrell's gotten on board with the factor recently yeah he's into it i we, mean who wouldn't like it and once you try it you go hey this is good stuff once you factor you can't go back there yeah it's like that old yo gabba gabba song try it you'll like it i never was on board with yo gabba gabba <laughs> And nothing has changed as I've gotten older. Yeah, in the, in the imagine, sixteen years since I've watched it, I've not gotten on board. I imagine it do, doesn't age well. It was very of the moment and very. I think it was hipster. very of the pre me. Like I think it was hipster even prior to me. What? Like before I had a kid. It, it, oh yeah, it, it sure. was prior to Oliver's. Where I don't. I don't know if it's even still around. I hope not. We don't have time to talk about it. <laughs> what's no, going on? With we're here to talk about Factor. Yeah. Although you know what. Pop a factor into the microwave. Two minutes later, this baby's ready. Uh, you sit down, watch some Yo Gabba Gabba. <laughs> sure. Enjoy your factor. Yeah. Right? Get in there. Get the wiggles out. That's somebody else, right? No, that, oh, no that's get them. Get your sillies out. Get your sillies out. Yeah. Wiggles are another kid's thing. Yeah. And those guys, I got no, I got no truck with those guys. Good. Uh, they've got over 35 different meals, more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week. Various different, you know, look, if you want chicken, they got chicken. You want a beef thing, they got beef thing. You want to bump up to a to a gourmet meal, they got mm-hmm. filet mignon. Mm-hmm. They've got, uh, they, they had lobster the other day. Oh, my God. Oh, they got all, this, all sorts of things over that. there. They got delicious things over there. Head to factormeals.com slash pardo50. Use code pardo50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That is code PARDO50 at factormeals.com slash PARDO50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Factor, good food, fast. Hey, everybody, welcome back to the program. Uh, episode 3101, Andy Daly is here, Andrew J. Daly. Now, I'm going to do something uh, out of the ordinary. I am going to go with Andy Daly first. Mm. Uh, the off chance that we then don't, we, we run out of time. Okay. Mm. At least we get Andy's answer. Yep. And then I'll text him and let him know if he got it right or wrong. Okay. But hopefully there'll be some, there'll be some closure. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, by the time that uh, we get to this. So, Andy, the question is, and again, this is young Oliver mm-hmm. who uh, writes these uh, every Monday. He takes time out of his day prepping for his AP classes. Hmm. And uh, uh, his AP ditch digging classes. That's right. <laughs> Advanced placement. He's got a oh, he's got a nice shovel. They give they give them the better shovels. I'm sure they do. 
Uh, transportation of vehicles is your category. Mm-hmm. A rooster, a duck, and a sheep are the first passengers ever for what form of transportation? Andy Daly says what? Submarine. Submarine. And I am 100% certain that I'm correct. Oh. Wow. You, you're that certain? Yes. You've seen a documentary on this? <laughs> no. You read this? I not like, at all. I like that answer, though. It is one of the ones I wrote down, but you it's not the one down, I picked. Okay. <laughs> it just feels good. Uh, you know what? I don't mm. disagree. You ever go on that submarine thing at the Disneyland where you go about the three feet underwater, but mm. you think you're way underwater? And it's sure. A little creepy? Naturally. <laughs> <laughs> boom, boom, boom. Yeah. I went on it when it was uh, Captain Nemo, yeah, uh, 20,000 20, Leagues Under the Sea, and I've yeah. been on it since it's now the Finding thing. Nemo. Finding Nemo. Yeah, they kept the Nemo part, but they yeah. <laughs> jiggered everything else. But it's the, it's the same exact thing, right? It, yeah. yeah. Equally they, they terrifying. Put, they put new stuff that you see out the window. But, right. You know. mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't like it. Yeah. What don't you like about it? Two, uh, well, I guess maybe I'm a little claustrophobic because it's very tight down there. It is tight down there. Mm-hmm. My son did not care for it at all yeah. Yeah, when we did it, but he was very young. What, what are you laughing at? I, what are you laughing at? I resisted the urge to say that's what she said when you said that. Yeah, that's not so. funny. You're talking about a, a small child here. That's, Come on. My, that's a child, Gary. What are you talking about? I just said my son did not like it at all. Yeah, before that, when you guys said it's really tight down there, yeah. I thought that's what she said. We're still and, oh, we're still talking yeah. about it's, it's Disney. It's innocence. Oh, this is a, this is, is a family. No, I, you know what? <laughs> I'm on his side this time. <laughs> I'm going to yes and Garen and not yes and you. Okay. Uh, Garen's right. Naturally. Certainly. Wonderful. Garen, that's a nice joke. You should be proud of it. Don't be sheepish. But he didn't make the joke. That's what I'm saying. Don't be oh. sheepish. You know, I thought we were. Speaking of sheep, a rooster, a duck, and a sheep. <laughs> Walk into a bar. Uh, that's what I thought was happening. When, uh, yeah, me too. Oh, send me yeah, a me fucking too. riddle. What is it? Oh, maybe it's a. a oh, wait a minute. Wait, Uh-oh. Uh, Maybe it's the bar car on a train. <laughs> oh. I'll just go since we're all out of order anyway. I'll, my, my answer was train. You know, you actually have your answer. Yeah, it's train. Okay. But not bar car. But if it's bar car on train, I, I'm claiming the victory. <laughs> uh, you know, I, I initially, uh, and I'm not giving my answer right now, but wouldn't ARC be the answer uh, according to? Uh, oh, the Bible. According to the Bible. And I would think Oliver would have specified two roosters, two ducks, and two sheep. Mm. Yeah, but that would be way too easy then, mm. wouldn't it? Then we all would know that those they're walking on the ARC. But wait, that doesn't mm. mean, no, that doesn't necessarily, that because... They could have. That wasn't the first arc of all time. He's saying this is no. the, the first time they tested this new form of transportation. Mm. The first passenger. No, no, nobody. Is that what it said? Yeah, I believe so. It's not the first time a, a rooster, a duck, and a sheep were were transported. Uh, was, they were the first passengers ever for what form of transportation? Right. right. Uh, Noah didn't so, invent the ark. Right. Right. Okay. Very good. Right. But he, he, built, but he one. built one. Yeah. Right. He built one. But someone else had already it's proven. Had probably built an ark before he did. Maybe a smaller one. And yeah. uh, and and certainly. Other animals or humans could have been on it. Imagine though that that was the first arc. Like you had boats, but you didn't have arcs. And God says to to him, "Hey, build an ark. Build an ark." And what, what's what's an ark? Well, I'll tell you, well, it's actually the only ark I'm aware of. Yeah, I, can't, I couldn't I, name another ark. Well, there's, second arc. there's the ark of the covenant, but that's a different kind of ark. <laughs> totally yeah. different. There's the ark de triumph. And that's yep, a different, different type of kind arc of as well. Arc. Yeah. There's an ark of a movie or yeah. a, uh, a television episode. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. What is the difference between a boat and an ark or a ship and an ark? I'm, mm. uh, one of them takes two of every animal. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, is an ark just like, is it more protected from the elements? Like it's kind of enclosed more? Mm. Kind of like an above water submarine. Karen, what do you got? You got uh, the difference between a boat and an ark? There's got to be, I, that's got to be, like, uh, people have probably typed this in. 
from the beginning of the internet. Mm. Sure. That's the first question that was asked of the internet. Mm-hmm. What's the difference yeah. between a boat and an ark? Mm. Uh, when, this is what this answer says. When used as nouns, ark means a large box with a flat lid. Which goes Which would be the, the Ark of the Covenant. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. But maybe that means that's the way the boat is shaped at the top. So the boat had a lid. Yeah, whereas boat means a craft used for transportation of goods, fishing, racing. It, it, I don't think you can just put a giant box on the water. That's no. not a seagoing vessel. That won't work. No. That, 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 doesn't, that doesn't jibe with all the uh, historical photos I've seen. Mm. Yeah, it does not, does <laughs> right. it? Nope. No, this thing looked real nice. So there, everyone's saying an Ark is a chest or box. So while ship-sized, the Ark was unpowered. Oh, so it's not okay. okay. Oh, interesting. So all the pictures are wrong. The so well, like they could have he could have built it boat shaped, but it was not designed to to move any go and go. Well, remember the whole premise was it was gonna he, he was preparing for that big forty days and forty nights of yeah. rain. So he was just preparing just for trying that. To float. It would just float. So he, he didn't have on. oars. He didn't have a sail. He didn't have a propeller. No, he didn't want to go anywhere. He just yeah. wanted to not drown. Right. Yeah. It makes Here's sense. Here's the best description of it. Chris Jones on Quora says it was not a boat; it was a floating barn. Oh, that makes more sense. Okay, arc. and who said that, Chris Jones? Chris Jones. Well, well, done, well Chris listen, Jones. if Chris Jones feels yeah. this way, yeah, sure. Yeah. So the, he, uh, Noah, maybe didn't build the first ark, but he might have built the largest ark of all time. Yeah, I I'm assuming so. what we're talking about. It's sure. like the Hindenburg. How many? Well, you've talked good Europe, never. Mind. I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> Got plenty of dirigibles. Never mind. Yeah. Never mind. All right, Garen, give us your answer, and then when Annie leaves, I'll go around the horn and get some more information from everybody. What's your answer? I don't like it. Helicopter. Helicopter. Oh. Huh. I'll accept chopper. If it's chopper. Okay. Chopper. Uh, what do you got? Uh, I I debated, and I went with hot air balloon. Hot air balloon. That oh, entered, that's a good one. That entered mm. my head, too, believe it or not. Mm. I just tried to figure out what I you put a sheep it. in. <laughs> yeah, the sheep yeah. was, the th- was the limiting factor to me. Yeah. Now, we mm. talked a lot about Curious George, so I know that this answer is probably wrong, because I believe mm. monkey is the right answer. Is that off there? Could have been, but uh, no, I just a little something special for the uh, streaming people. Yeah, yeah. I, was, I said a space rocket, like a space spaceship rocket, that yeah. sort of thing. I said that first, and then I crossed it out. Um, I don't think it's right, but then you know what? My one was monorail. That was the first thing that came uh, into my mind was monorail. But why? Why would it ever be right. a monorail? Don't know. You put an animal on a form of transportation because you're not sure a human can survive it. Yeah, let's right. watch yeah. that rooster die. Right. <laughs> That's why my answer sucks because no one was ever like, "Oh, is this train going to explode?" <laughs> I mean, like, I guess maybe like a steam engine. But if you're just on in one of the cars, it's not mm. so. Low can risk. I can I throw out my other ones? Sure. Mm. Uh, so I have hovercraft. Yeah, it's not ra- that we know that radio flyer still not and tractor tractor. Because, because it's, it's on a barn. Animals. Yeah, that makes no, sense. That's like the if it's that, then it's like wow, we, we all should have gotten it. Well, here's your answer. You ready? Yeah. Yep. Oh boy, here it comes. The answer is no. Hang on, let's go around the room again, please, because I forget everybody's answer. Hmm. Garen said helicopter. Helicopter. <laughs> Elliot said hot air balloon. Andy submarine. said submarine. I said train. And I said uh, space rocket. Yep. Mm-hmm. Does anybody call it a space rocket? By the way, <laughs> am I the 98 year old man? A rocket. <laughs> rocket ship. Uh, yeah, rocket. I'll tell you this: we have a winner. Oh okay. boy. Oh wow. We have a winner. It's going to be submarine. A hot air balloon. Wow! Shit. The first hot air balloon was in 1783, and its passengers were a rooster, a duck, and a sheep. It's because the inventors of the hot air balloon, the uh, Montgolfier brothers, didn't know how high, uh, how the high altitude would affect humans, and wanted to see how it affected these different animals first. So we have a way. That's it. You got it. Yeah. All right. Play your fucking music, you dickhead. But don't you need somebody on the hot air balloon to land it? Well, you could tie it to the ground. Yeah, tie it to the ground. Maybe tethered is a tethered hot air balloon. Okay. All right. Oh, yeah, get the money out. 
the herbal trivia tip. We never settled up. I guess we could do it Thursday. Oh yeah, we'll settle up. Settle up last season's uh, season long winner. That's exactly right. Yeah. Well, you, you, you can just hand me that now if you want to. <laughs> I think you did win. Uh, all right, Andy Daly has no, to no, leave. No, no, I'm gonna. Uh, I, it takes. Yeah. That clock is slow. You should leave. Oh, it's clock is slow. Uh, yeah. You know what? You should, <laughs> if you know bet, you should leave. All right, I'm gonna go. <laughs> hey, what did you, what'd you, what'd you bet? Twenty-two dollars because today is the twenty-second of August. Oh, Smart. look at that lack of uh, 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 strategy. <laughs> <laughs> what would have been a better strategy? Oh, I don't know. My my brain couldn't do anything. Hey, Andy, do me a favor. Hmm. We're going to count this out, Joker's wild style. Hand that to Elliot. And we count to fives by five. So when when we get to five, uh, hand it to Elliot. Here we go. Counting to fives by five. And, and five. five. There we go. Five dollars. First winner Thank of the you. new season. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Elliot J. Hokeberg. Good for you. Congratulations. I could have walked it. down here with twenty-two dollars. No, five dollars. Five dollars. Everybody, you were playing for five bucks. You're it's betting po- twenty-two points. Points, not money. You're the one that called You've it. Played dollars. this before more than once. I know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, in fairness, he walks out here every time. He goes, "Never again." <laughs> Andy, thank Naturally. you for being here. Yeah. Thank you. All right, so scram. Much. Andy Daly. Bye, Bye. Andy. I'm leaving with the headphones. What a joy. Take those off. Andy Daly, everybody. Yeah. Bye, Andy. Watch these numbers plummet. <laughs> Bye, Andy. Andy's got to get to his custodial job. That's why he's wearing the same color shirt and pants. <laughs> uh, what a joy. Always the great. Yeah. yeah top, top, I'm going to say it. Top five, never not funny guests. He's definitely in Andy the mix. Daly. Yeah. No question about it. Fans that, agree. The numbers go through the roof when he's on. Oh, he's, yeah. the, he's, he's terrific. Andy Daly's great. And we got other people that bring him in. We got others that nobody cares about. Nah. <laughs> uh, but people we like. People we like. Exactly. I've so, made careers. <laughs> I've given people careers. Do you understand that? I made their lives better. What did you bet, Garen? Nine. Nine? Nine. Speaking of cabaret. What did Elliot bet? We'll find out together. I bet 13. I went right in the middle. 13? What did the Baker's dozen? What'd you go with? Seven. I went with 17. Oh, so I would have won if he hadn't just lucked into the right answer. Yeah. Hot air balloon. Damn it. How'd you, what made you think that, Elliot? I, well, so the sheep thing was important. Because cause I didn't feel like they put sheep into space. Like, it could have put a rooster into space. They could have put a duck into space. I know there were a lot of dogs. But doesn't and... the sheep have, uh, maybe I'm, I'm conflating or misunderstanding or confusing or just talking out my ass. These are all on the table. Doesn't the sheep have some uh, uh, organs that, are, that act similarly to the way that I'm, humans pig, do? Pigs are more Might be similar. thinking of the pig. Yeah. Might be thinking of the pig. And I don't know that pigs ever went into space either, though. Sheep have an extra stomach or something. Yeah, like us. <laughs> yeah, two stomachs. But I was just so looking at all the different things like hovercraft was actually the first thing I thought of. And I was just like, just because the way it was worded, it felt like it's like something unusual. It's not going to be a right. car. Well, I, I think hot air balloon is still unusual. Oh, yeah. No, I agree. And that's why I eventually came to it. But, but hovercraft was too unusual. Yeah. But I also that, f- that really sucked. I mean, I, I, I just need you to know if you, I, I'm with <laughs> that. Was I'm, with, I'm with Matt. While I disagree with him on, on Garen's situation, I'm with Matt. If you had said hovercraft, I think it would have been gone down in history as the worst fucking answer <laughs> of this game. Yeah. And. I'll say it, Matt. A fireball. Uh, oh, oh for wow. Sure, well, for fortunately, sure. I didn't do that. Instead, but, we just have to think about how Garen said helicopter, which is was that became the worst answer in the oh, room. I didn't like it. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can't send a helicopter up on its own. That's the biggest problem. It would be really hard. That's I, a good point. I don't know how you would. But I was thinking, like, in the modern era, we use certain kinds of animals for things like mice and stuff like that. Whereas, where who would decide to use a sheep? Like, how far back are we going? And I did kind of think, like, because I think the first hot air balloon was, like, maybe the 1700s. I've just been told 1793. Oh, there you go. So so it felt like that's an animal that would be to hand. You yeah. wouldn't have a, a, a monkey available right. for yeah, a hot yeah, air balloon. Yeah. 
Well, you know what? Uh, this was a time where we did not take a lot of time to come up with the answer. And, no. and you came over that very quickly. And I commend you and your wallet certainly thanks you. Yes. Yes. Very much. What are you so. going to get with it? Are you going to get lunch with that? I mean, I'm going to get the, I do. I'm going to get a tea over there at the 7-Eleven. No, I won't get a tea, but I, I will probably uh, get some uh, some sprouts. Uh, sushi desk sushi. Mm hmm. I got stuff in my eye. Yeah, what's that blinking shit about? <laughs> <laughs> he, he got stuff in his eye the second he, because you can't see him. Yeah. He stopped talking and then started blinking in a way like, am I supposed to react to this? What, what, what is he doing? It's, Why is, it's Morse code. Is He's he, trying yeah. to send a secret save message me, Save me, me now. What, what's happening? No, I got some goop. Uh, it's goop. All right, now the question is, because we just took a break. Yeah, I, I, But why don't we go, like, let's go around the horn, then take a break, and okay. then take phone calls. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's do that. All right, let's check in with the Pop Culture Beast. He is over there at the Pop Culture Beast Info Desk, sponsored by LemonIceDesigns.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lemon Ice Tees. Uh, by the way, uh, Mario Mario has uh, designed a shirt that is not going to be uh, uh, ready for a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, it'll be timed with something, and it is uh, gorgeous. Oh. Oh, cool! Absolutely gorgeous. I can't go into more detail because Look of uh, to it. very vague. Uh, of a uh, un, an unsigned NDA, <laughs> but uh, it's implied. All right. Uh, so it uh, embargoed I, information. Yeah, I think it's beautiful. He declassified everything, by the way. Oh well, yeah. he does it automatically every time yeah. he leaves the house. Yeah, I believe that. Uh, is, I think that I believe that is their excuse today. <laughs> um, uh, actually, I believe the excuse today that I heard was. Uh, all presidents bring home uh, 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 confidential uh, things because that's how they write their memoirs. And uh, uh, every historian, every uh, other person goes, it, uh, that is not the case at all. I, I have to admit, I'm a little, if this is what Donald Trump goes down for, I'm going to be a little disappointed that, I know it's kind of like Al Capone with the taxes, but it's like, I want him to go down for the evil shit he did, not just for being sloppy and arrogant. You know what I mean? Like a like, bad librarian. Like, like librarian. just like they thought he was, they, they thought they were going to win this insane delusional battle. Right. And so they were just like not preparing properly to leave. And they're, I just picture them all they're just go like just scraping papers together by the arm load and throwing them in duffel bags. You think it's that, you don't think he took it purposely i don't know because i haven't been paying a, a oh he, huge took it, amount of he took it purposely or else he would have returned them when he was asked the first time because he because he wouldn't have but cared that, but that's just him being like i'm never wrong so yeah, like fuck there you is that. there is that and then i believe uh, i believe they are now trying to blame that's the other excuse today they're blaming the movers he, he, <laughs> right he didn't uh he had nothing to do with it uh i mean that if that were true you'd think they would have just said that immediately but, yeah, but what, they said, what they said immediately was that was planted. Right. So, <laughs> Which like, is a very suspicious answer to I the mean, question. Why did you have those papers? But you planted them. Well, yeah. again, remember, the, ele- the election was stolen. The right. papers were planted. He's yeah. never, he's, no. he hasn't broken a law once in his life. Right, of course. I mean, according to Eric, he's never even gotten a, a speeding ticket. Hmm. When has he ever driven himself? That's my fuck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you yeah, grew up in New York City. You don't need what to even drive. Uh, yeah. Steve Marmel, who's a really funny guy on Twitter. and uh, I'll call him a friend, although I have not seen him in years. Uh, he, he wrote, uh, imagine being the dumbest Trump. <laughs> and, uh, and that, Quite and that, an honor. And that's Eric. Yep. Uh, all right. We check in with the pop culture beast. He is over there. He's, he is V-necked. And then I cannot. You guys discussed, mentioned the necklace, but I, I the necklace is blocked oh, by the computer. The little well, guy I always wear. Oh, you always have this on. Yeah, and what I is it? In the past few days, did I you get that from Angelina Jolie? What is that? <laughs> no, it's just a, it's just a little pendant. That no. I got. actually from an Instagram ad. It says uh, "ad astra" something else in Latin. And what does it mean? Uh, to the st- through hardship to the stars. All right, and that so. that gives you inspiration to keep going. 
Yeah. How's it working? <laughs> <laughs> uh, now, Garen, what did you do over the weekend? Young single guy in Los Angeles. Um, Hollywood, California. I streamed. I watched Orphan First Kill last night. Okay. Now, for those that are not part of your horror.com world. <laughs> uh, it's the prequel to Orphan. Have you guys seen no. Orphan? With no. the, I, it's, I can't really go into it without spoiling it because okay. it has a huge twist at the end. All right. Then don't go into uh, it. It's silly but it's it's fun. but you enjoyed it yeah that's all that matters paramount plus you can watch it on all right you did that then what else oh that's it i watched nightmare on elm street four and five back oh. to back while i was editing so that was saturday night that's how i spent my saturday night what's f- is four the dream master yeah what's five you're the dream warrior which that's one's that three. is that three that's three, that's three. dream child is five. five i've never saw that one yeah i think i stopped after four i love four four is your favorite it might be and that's kind of sacrilege to a lot of people. I feel like was it, my horror, horror, it, horror. Was it either three or four that felt like a step up in quality almost? Like the first the first one is is low budget, but well, you know. here's where you talk about the Nightmare on Elm Street franchise. Part two wasn't received very well because it was kind of a gay coming of age movie and everyone says it sucked. It's actually really good. It's a yeah. gay coming of age movie? Yeah. That's what I describe it as. Because the main character is a male lead character which is kind of unheard of in horror especially at that time because it's usually about uh, ra- uh chasing some hot lady yeah chasing yeah. tail that's he's, right <laughs> he's uh not exactly flamboyant but he's not exactly masculine i see and everyone's like oh he's gay and blah blah, blah. and it was a big controversy it ruined that guy's life Oh, the, the, the actor? actor's life. Yeah, there's a whole documentary about it. Oh my gosh! Mm-hmm. And they're like denying it. The writer's like, "No, we never did this." But it's quite clearly written to be hmm. homoerotic. And this actor's never worked again because of this. But, no, I mean he's making little things now. He's coming back. But I mean now he's sixty. He, yeah, he was in uh, "Come Back to the Five and Dime." Jimmy Dean. Oh know, yeah, yeah, the Scorsese movie, right? Yeah, his name is completely fallen out of my head, but. Uh, that was good, and then three was when they started getting powers. That's in their dreams. They got their, you know. Well, yeah. he's the dream warrior. Name the band. Oh, I can do it. I know you can. Of course you can. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, their name rhymes with something else, and that's their catchphrase. Dockin. <laughs> Rockin' with Dockin. <laughs> got that um, right. Yeah. Um, so did did Wes Craven direct all four or five of the, the first five, or just he did one and seven. Oh, <laughs> yeah. he was involved with three, seven. Not, okay, that's New Nightmare. Oh, okay, that's the best one. Oh, seven's the best. You I just said so. you just said the you just said four is my favorite. Ah, and seven is the best one. You know what? That that's, that's, what, Chicago sixteen is my favorite, but by no means is it their best. That's uh, fair. And uh, by no means is part four the best. But there's something about it that like, like I'm trying to write a sequel to four and five, basically, but. Is it because of the age you saw it? I don't know. I don't. It's just for some reason, maybe because it's the main character I like, Alice. Maybe it's, I, I don't know. There was something fairy tale-ish almost about it that, I don't know. Hmm. You know what we watched last night? We did a we did a one-two punch. Uh, it is now available on HBO Max, the original, uh, the documentary of uh, the making of the uh, original cast of Company. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. With uh, Dean Jones and Elaine Stritch. That's available on HBO Max. We watched that. And then right afterwards, we watched the documentary Now uh, with uh, John Mulaney and Richard Kind and uh, Paula Pell uh, called It's Co-op. <laughs> and it's, it, I mean, it's, it's, it's almost shot for shot. It's, mm-hmm. that, it's that accurate. And Richard, Richard Kind, <laughs> I won't even say it. It's, it's, it's only 27 minutes long. Mm-hmm. You've never seen it? No. 
Oh, it is 27 minutes of the most fun you'll ever... I mean, it's... Okay. it's you ever see the bowling one? You ever see the bowling? I no, no. Uh, I, documentary. I, I I like it. Documentary now, yeah. but those two are brilliantly, wonderfully funny. Mm-hmm. Um, so we did that little one too. Cool. And then uh, so that's uh, speaking of. Uh, I just watched watching things at home. That company documentary not too long ago. Oh, is that right? Yeah, because they came out on Criterion or whatever, and I watched it. It was on Criterion for a little it's, while. Now it's over there on the uh, Max. It's great. And get it, get it before HBO Max goes away. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's. I mean, it, it's got to be going away. I don't know if HBO will have something else, but well, uh, Discovery seems to be running everything into the fucking ground. Mm-hmm. So get ready for them to take us over and close us down in a minute. Mm-hmm. Will they? Will they pay us off? Oh, hey, you know what? <laughs> be okay. We're in. We had a good run. <laughs> we had a good run. Good sixteen years. Yeah. I mean, you know, bring it on. We million, million bucks a piece. Yeah, uh, I think they'd let us complete season thirty-one. I think they would. Uh, yeah. How much a piece? A, mil- a million a piece. They they write it off because they've got to take right. the loss. I mean, what, uh, after taxes, you're only going to get about six hundred thousand. Okay. Yeah, I'm great. That, that, that's that's a that's a house in the outskirts of Los Angeles. I'll take it. Yeah, great. Who gives a shit? Give me my fucking dough. Man, you don't worry about the taxes. No. No. I didn't have six hundred thousand dollars a second ago, yep. and now I do. Yeah. And if I lost three hundred thousand, I don't give a shit. What fucking world are we living in here? Who's- Come on, <laughs> Nicholas. Uh, well, Garen, it sounds like you had the worst weekend ever. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty standard for me. I don't go anywhere. Why aren't you going anywhere? Why don't you go to the Mochi Pit? Go to the Regal. They're, they're going to they're gonna go out of business without you. You know, because I I I just don't want to spend the money on Uber to, to do it. Yeah. It's, he gave you a bicycle. Get that bike going. He yeah. gave you I, a bicycle. The, that, the that, second I do that, that bike's going to get stolen. That's You lock it up. That's what happens in my brain. Oh, you know, I could just ride my bike there. Well, the, get stolen. what's get the worst that happens? It gets stolen. Right now, it's collecting dust. That's true. Yeah, hey. put it put it on your. Do you have uh, you have renters insurance? No, I'm not going to answer that in public. Yeah, okay. I think that's none of your business. <laughs> Fair I mean, enough. on Fair. or off the air, that is what none you of your think? goddamn business. Well, and I think we all know the answer. <laughs> if one had renters insurance, you make sure that you list your bicycle on the renters insurance. It will cover it. Do you have renters insurance? Yeah, I've got a lot of gear. If if that gear goes away, I'm. Do you know my old house when Danielle and I, where we started Never Not Funny, mm-hmm. when I tried to get renter's insurance, they denied us because I couldn't tell them exactly what the roof was made of. Oh. And so they wouldn't cover it because they didn't know if whatever it was made of was a risk of fire or not. And it was like, if I, so I said, so let me get this. If I just had an apartment, he goes, oh, that would have been a one second thing. We just, uh, hmm. you're in. But because, because you're renting a house. I'm renting a house. You get, I assume, did you ask the landlord, like, what's the roof? Yeah, nobody did. No one knows. Well, we, as we know, though, the roof, the roof. The roof is on fire. fire. Yeah, right? so. I guess that's the risk. Don't need no so, water. Because um, yeah. I wanted I wanted renter's insurance uh, at the same time. Thank God I didn't get it, because that now that I don't live there anymore and nothing was ever stolen or broken, yeah, would have been a waste, waste of money. Of money yeah. Yeah. But you don't know that going in, do you? You don't. And, and, like, I have, as part of my renter's insurance, even though my insurance company is in Texas, I guess. I do also have earthquake insurance. I have a, or yeah, you got earthquake as well in your apartment. I mean, it doesn't cost that much. It's like 30 bucks a month. Maybe? My earth, my earthquake insurance for the house, and I have uh, uh, the top one you can get mm-hmm. uh, so that my deductible is low and the off chance the house crumbles. Right. Um, lower than my regular house insurance. Interesting. And you'd think that uh, they would, you got earthquake insurance certainly mm-hmm. over there in Burbank. Mm-hmm. But uh, is yours combined with, uh, I didn't, I didn't assume, I know Garen doesn't have any uh, automobile insurance, but mine's combined with that. My, my everything's combined. Yeah, 
Everything is combined. Weirdly enough, I do have auto insurance. <laughs> <laughs> the one time that I questioned the, uh, uh, I remember, I'm with Mercury, I'll just say it, who mm-hmm. cares? I said, uh, hey, I, uh, I think there's a chance Progressive, he, and he, goes, he goes, you're never gonna get a better price than this. And then uh, we looked into it and he was right. Oh, mm-hmm. nice. So uh, I'm happy with, uh, you know, with you know, the bundle, as mm-hmm. they call it. Mm-hmm. I've I've had USAA since I was a teenager because my because dad was, of the military. Yeah, my dad was in the Navy, so I would be able to qualify for it. And I don't know that they're necessarily the best price, but I will tell you this: every time I've had to use it, it's been almost a breeze. Same with Mercury. Oh, that's good to hear. Yeah, same with Mercury. But that's always your concern: is like, okay, great, it's the cheapest no, one. But no. then what happens if something happens, mm-hmm. and then they and then they fight against you? USA has USA has never fought against me on anything that's great so u s a hey u s a hey u s a hey hey garen USAA. uh totally off topic but just think about uh, things you can do uh i had <laughs> i had a, i had some great pizza that's near your place where what'd you have it's called gorilla pies gorilla pies where's it at on burbank uh it was Burbank and what? Give us. A, I know that we. The, there's a guy in Sweden right now that needs to know this. Yeah, it's uh, it's just like a mile west of the 170. I don't know what the big mile cry. west of the 170. Oh, that's right near my uh, uh, one of my doctor's appointments. Okay, I saved that. Um, <laughs> what was it? Your mistress? <laughs> it's right near one of my doctors, sir. That's what I said. Uh-huh. One of my doctor's office is not too far from there. Thank. Actually. Full disclosure: One of my doctors is not too far from. <laughs> of course, that's true. And if you, oh, you could, you could open any page of the Thomas Guide, and you'd have a doctor on yeah, that. Yeah, you know Black. what? You bring the, a, you bring up a good close. point. You bring up a very uh, good point. A Thomas Guide is a collection of maps. Yeah, look, this is the guy that references uh, zero Mostel as a, as a current. Do we all still have Thomas Brothers guides in our house? No, no. I think I, I have I, one. I eventually got rid of mine. I have a I have a L A and Orange County one. I kept that's wow. the one I kept. That's the one I had too. Yeah, because I had a, I had an older one that was just Los Angeles County, and then if I moved to Orange County, so I had to get that, and it was a combo. So that's the one I kept. But just I in put, case, I put mine on a space rocket <laughs> with a sheep <laughs> with zero mustel. <laughs> anyway, try try gorilla pie. Yeah, try gorilla pie. Good. Tried. I've been looking for a. For Is it a thin crust? No, it's it's weirdly. I've never heard of this before. Didn't know what it meant. Detroit style. It, Pittsburgh style. Oh, what does that mean? I don't know. I still don't know. You've eaten and I had it. Pittsburgh style pizza. Because I've seen, I've seen Look Detroit out. style made on one of the you know YouTube cooking. Detroit shows. style's good. Well, that looks delicious. Like Karen's always talking about because it's all the crispiness. Yeah, it's a lot of crispy, like caramelized. This is like um, caramelization. The 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 crust was what's it um, called? Pittsburgh style. Yeah, the crust was it was it was charred, like it had a good char to it. Mm-hmm. Crust was a little thick. For, like the the pizza part of the pizza was thin, very thin, but then the 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 edge was bubbly and, and, oh, I like and bubbly. pretty thick and and like it looked like it was from a wood burning is it if i may yeah. i'm gonna ask you a question mm-hmm. this is just me asking question uh is it is it a, a crust that usually comes out of the oven uh crispy puffy and chewy yes it a was perfect ch- combination it was chewy <laughs> it was it was charred on the top and chewy on the inside the, the crust was well let uh you know what? Your recommendation speaks volumes. I'm going to go with... And the uh, sauce was in... They, they have regular marinara sauce and they have what they call gorilla sauce. What'd you go with? We went with the regular, but even the regular had a little kick to it. There was like a little bit of a peppery... Nice. Something going now, on. Now, here's this. This is a weird question, and you guys are going to rake me through the coals when I ask you this. How thick is that sauce? Like, is it, or is it chunky? No. No. Because I can't... Do, if I it's have... super... Like, the, the, sh- the, the pizza part of the pizza is very thin. Like it just the crust is okay. thick, so it's like, yeah, it's 
Just try it, man. If I see a piece of a tomato in a sauce, it's not I like that at all. Me. Yeah, yeah. No. yeah. really. Yeah, it doesn't I like can't. it. I don't know why. That I don't know why either. That's it's bizarre. So you don't like spaghetti then, or is it just because it's a pizza? No, I don't like. I don't like chunks of shit in my sauces. I'm oh, with wow. you. I'm actually so, with you on that. Yeah, I don't. I don't. Know oh, why. that's so weird. Maybe I've me, gotten over it, but as a kid, I couldn't stand that. To me, the. I mean, it depends. It's a sauce, so you're putting it on something else. But like, so what about salsa? <laughs> First of all, what? What? Well, there's salsa, which is the dance, I believe, and then there's salsa, which is the the condiment. The first time though, you said salsa, and then there's did I say salsa? And that's what was confusing to me. I was trying to say salsa. You said salsa. I didn't mean to have an O in it. Okay. Well. Wait, they're not the same word. See, I heard salsa. Well, there's a pronunciation difference. Either way, I, it's weird that on on the show Never Not Funny, he's not going, yeah, I was saying it for humor the way you do. He's like, no, it's pronounced salsa. And I'm being completely serious and earnest about this I, I right mean, now. I, I believe that take, I have a reputation out. that, that yeah, walks in front of me. Yeah. Well, I'd like you to be kidding about this. <laughs> I'm, and and here's, here's, here's the best part. It might be the reverse. Oh. <laughs> oh, you think the dance is salsa? Yeah, maybe. No, I, I think you're right. I think salsa would be the dance. But I think they're both salsa. We're in America. <laughs> salsa. We pronounce things the way we pronounce them. Yeah. Do you want some it. salsa? <laughs> All right. <laughs> but yeah, salsa should have some chunk to it. I think. Yeah. Yeah. But but would you consider that's a is that a sauce? I just want I don't want too big a tomato chunk i don't know if that's what garen's yeah, i don't know why that's not you mean it, it's salsa yeah like i don't care about chopped up onions or, or like other things but like i don't want a huge piece of not, tomato it covers too much of the chip yeah you want it you want that mushed up <laughs> why do i have my glasses on i don't know good question i'm not fucking around i haven't looked at it oh no i was just looking at pizza uh, pittsburgh pizza yeah all right there was a reason for it oh good heavens <laughs> I, anyway i would say gorilla pies is like kind of like a more artisanal what made you go there a friend of mine recommended it. Somebody suggested it. I, I would, you know, it's, you probably wouldn't like it, Jimmy, because it's, it's more. You don't know anything about me. It's one of those more hipster type pizzas. Oh, I don't like a hipster pizza. You know what I mean? What, like, what has it got? Like uh, weird olives or something? The, well, just everything about it is is very like, I don't know. Like, you know, they're one of the. Does it have a mustache? They have interesting, you know, pre-made versions. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, like one of them's called like one of them's called the dude, I think, um, like based on Big Lebowski, which I know you don't like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but they, but I, I just had we just had pepperoni and cheese. They got a storefront. Yeah. yeah it's, right. it's in a little strip mall. It's near, it's near your alma mater. It's near uh, Valley College. I'm going to order it for delivery. And if a gorilla doesn't protect <laughs> Seriously, if, that would be great. What if it's a guy just in fatigues because it's spelled the other way? Did I ever tell you about... <laughs> to shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I was expecting. That uh, And by the way, that's a good joke. That fatigues joke is pretty good. Fatigues? Mm-hmm. Fatigues. Yeah. That means tired as well. Yep. All right. Uh, when <laughs> I, don't, I don't know why. When I said it out loud, I was like, I just said it wrong because I'm, I, I just said the word hmm. that means tired. Yeah. But it's the same word. It, I sure think is. so. Uh, I was, there was a comedy club in Iowa mm-hmm. that um, would offer pre-show if it's your birthday to have somebody give you a basically a, 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 a you know a singing telegram or whatever. Yeah. But dressed as a gorilla. Yeah. So so the, before the show would start, it's Matt Bell and somebody and somebody would buy this for you. Yep. You're sitting in your chair. Yeah. All of a sudden, music starts. <laughs> a person in a gorilla costume comes out. And does a striptease 
Oh. You know, the gorilla costume is covered with a bikini. Okay. They take the bikini off. Oh, now no. the gorilla's naked. Who gives a shit? <laughs> it's a gorilla. The room's full of adults. Zero people are enjoying it. <laughs> and as the comedian, the artist, if I could be a, a, an asshole for a second, like, what the fuck are we doing here? Why is this happening? Wow. And then here comes Jimmy Pardo. I mean, awful. There's a reason yeah. why they don't have stand-up at the circus. Yes, that's where clowns are. Yeah. I, oh, it was just, and I was embarrassed for every, I was embarrassed for the person in the gorilla suit. Uh-huh. I'm embarrassed for the person that was being danced to, mm-hmm. you know, who it was for. And I was embarrassed that somebody thought this will be funny. Yeah, the person like, who ordered it. All of it. <laughs> yeah. And I'm embarrassed for the manager that goes, yeah, this is a good idea. Yeah. Awful. Just effing Awful. So do you think that they that they had the idea and bought the gorilla suit, or do you think the gorilla suit appeared and I, somebody said, let's do something with I it? I have more details that I'm not comfortable sharing on the air uh, um, because it's uh, it, it, it's very pointed. Okay, but can you say purposeful or happenstance? Can you do that? Purposeful. Okay, very good. Sounds like you want to make a documentary about it. I don't know if anybody's that. People weren't interested in when it was happening. It's <laughs> <laughs> a very small documentary. Yeah, that's a YouTube. Uh, that's a pamphlet of uh, <laughs> pamphlet. So there was this gorilla. Uh, well, Garen, best of luck to you on your future weekends. It sounds like you got a pizza in your future, and uh, always. I may have to uh, try that out when I go to that. Uh, I know exactly what day I have a doctor's that doctor's appointment. Okay, uh, grab a my, pizza, drive it home. It's my son's birthday, September second. I've yeah. chosen to go to the doctor <laughs> to celebrate. And uh, you don't have to. I mean, he's probably going to be at school, right? So, uh, no, they have for whatever reason they have that they have a four day weekend for uh, that's Labor Day for oh, Labor wow. Day two three four five. Huh. They have off, yeah. So uh, that's nice. Uh, so he's got his birthday off, and uh, you know, I, I think he's fine. You know, he sees me every day. <laughs> yeah, does, you know, his present, his present is your lack of presence. Yeah, you know what? Son, I'm give you a little break today. Yeah. Um. Well, let's check in back there with Johnny Sambar. He's at Hello. the sushi desk. I got to imagine something's going on in his life. He's always got something happening. He's always mm-hmm. got something that mm-hmm. he'll go on about. <laughs> well, uh, what do you got? So. I don't know if I've mentioned on air or not moving storage from one place to another. That has come up, yes. Um, so I had to do a lot of that this last week uh, because they're redoing the lobby, and then after they redo the lobby, then some other things are going to happen. With storage it. is on site. Storage is on site. Yeah. Uh, so it's a lot of effort. Um, it's all, <laughs> you're not going to like this, but it's a lot of sweaty crack. Uh, because it's just like like moving things around. It's just a thing that I noticed that I don't normally have, and and it just was happening a lot. You couldn't just say sweaty back. You couldn't, you couldn't no, because that. this is specifically that. Yeah, I know. Um, and uh, so what I did was I put in uh, foam uh, flooring mm-hmm. into the you know those like little like puzzle pieces. I do. I, I have some of that in my garage. Yeah, so I got the two foot by two foot versions of those. How, some, many, how many did you get? Um, I got, well, I, I had two old green packages and then I got four more, I think, to cover the entire space. I still have some extra after all that. Um, I got the sort of gray wood plank looking stuff. Oh yeah. Which, you know, it doesn't, nobody, not fooling anybody. <laughs> <laughs> I will tell you this. When I say I have some of it in my garage, yeah. the, the, uh, intent was to have the entire garage floor covered with it. Yeah. Uh, but it ain't cheap, my man. Hmm. It's the cheapest thing you can get for that purpose. Yeah, but, but it's still like if you got well, a, it depends on which one you got. A too. whole garage. Yeah, it is, adds up. Yeah, it adds up. I spent a couple bucks to to make, get this all set up because I also got a bunch of um, sh- uh, metal shelves. Uh, they're called um, Monster Rack, something like that. Yes, Muscle Muscle Rack. Um, 
some some of them didn't come with all the parts, which actually happened. The la- I bought these because I had gotten some before, and it happened the last time too, where they just didn't put the like you're connecting them together to make them taller. Yes, because mm-hmm. there's like two sets of them. And didn't have the connectors. Didn't have the connectors, so I had to go through Amazon and do all this oh, BS. Yes, yeah, but um, so I had to build all those things, put them all in there, put the boxes in there, uh, and then the last thing I had to do, so. I had this concept, which I think I mentioned off air to you guys, where I, I have to send some stuff to my sister in Florida, and I kept not doing it. So I mm. thought I will rent a storage for 100 bucks a month, and that will prompt me to follow through because <laughs> so I get, yeah. get rid of it. So first of all, didn't work. Oh, <laughs> still haven't done it. Second of all, though, it's it's this. It, in any other situation, this would piss me off, but because of the timing, it didn't. The place I went to, which, by the way, was in your neighborhood... Yes, and I actually, well, when I tell, I, I I kept thinking maybe I'll maybe I'll see a James Pardo somewhere walking on the street, because uh, it's now you know where it is. It's right there next to the the candy place. Well, I'm going to tell you something. Yeah, that place is going away. Well, that's the thing. Yeah. So what they what they said to us was, I got a thing saying you have to have your stuff out by September first oh, because they're oh, going to do a renovation. They say. But it sounds like they're raising the whole thing. Oh, they're raising it and they're building a uh, apartment complex there. Oh, see, with retail on the bottom. That's quite a renovation. <laughs> yeah, and it is. Uh, people in my neighborhood are fighting it uh, oh. because it's. Um, they shouldn't. That's the one place where they should be one because it's right next to a big train station. Yeah, but there's one already on the other side, and we already have the worst traffic jams in Los Angeles at that well, the, intersection. The theory is that because there's. But no, but that's not going to happen. People are not going to move there and then just take the train. It's not. It's there not, are some it's people not who will realistic. Though. Some. Well, because 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 what's happening is near where we are, where where I am, uh, all the Apple and HBO and mm-hmm. all those people who moved in. Those folks are coming from San Francisco and New York and Well, you're Seattle. right. They are used to that. And they're that's used a great to that. point. And, These and, are trained people, Jimmy. These are trained people. Trained. And the other thing is, like, we have a shortage of housing in Los Angeles. Oops. And the state of California has done some things where it's like they're making it so that apartment buildings are going up right next to uh, single-family homes just because two buses stop there. Whereas yeah. where we have this train station, that's a big train station. It's got to be somewhere. we got to put housing somewhere. And if it's right next to the train, who's it hurting? I mean, yeah, the traffic might get worse. We don't like it. We don't like it. We, we as the, in the neighborhood, we don't like it. NIMBY. Right. Yeah, I'm not in your backyard. We've already got the one, the, the big cumulus thing. You know, it's bananas. And yeah. it's already blocked. It went so high, it's blocking the the view of sure. the beauty. You know, on a, on a day, that's a, those mountains are beautiful. Sure. It's also building more $4,000 rent apartments there's that so too like well the only people that can afford it are these silicon valley people well but the argument that i make is if you fight against the four thousand dollar apartments nobody no developer is going to voluntarily build a one thousand dollar apartment so you have to get as many of these four thousand dollars apartments up because if they're going to rent all right so your your suggestion is if i may yeah that somebody who's paying fifteen hundred dollars mm-hmm. but not but now their job they've gotten promoted they can go to this nicer one right. opening up the fifteen hundred dollar yes. one for the people that need that that is you know that what is the thought all or right the prices may even could go down because they built too many on the older ones because there's you know like a, there's a need for those yeah right. like once you have more demand than or more all supply right. you than know demand. what if that's your argument i accept it that's a better argument than uh they've given uh, our homeowners association as to why they're building which this. is what 
that they just want to build it. I oh, well, mean, look, as a de- the developer just wants to make money. Yes. And what they're going to do is they're going to put bachelors instead of two bedrooms because they can get, they can, like the differential between a, a bachelor apartment and a two bedroom is not as much as two bachelors. In other words, you, you get you get more extra money because you've got an extra kitchen and all that kind of stuff. And the person's willing to spend that that base amount. Because like, let's say, a, let's say the bachelor is 3000 a month. The two bedroom might be 4000 or five. Which is is freaking happening. It it absolutely is happening. But that's not going to be sustainable. Those are going to rent, and then there's going to if if they're allowed to build things, then there's going to be too much inventory, which which what you need in order to get reasonable rent, reasonable rent prices. Well, they need to make a law that caps rents. They, there they needs to, to be a law that caps rent. There ought to be a law. Um, rents are too damn high. They're too high, Garen. I don't disagree with you. But what's going to happen is if you do that, then the people with all the money will still just rent all the newest ones. Yeah. And, there, and there still won't be enough because the developers don't see the, the opportunity as much because there's property taxes and the price of building stuff is more and all the kinds of whatever. Anyway, so I go to the this, this public storage. This has a payoff, right? It kind of does. So I go to the public storage. I don't have a lot, but I have my little Fiat. And we go in there. I go in there, and I get there at noon. I wanted to get there early. I didn't. So it's crowded, and there's there's a narrow lane, so you can only park on one side. And I was parked all the way down. And there's a security guard who's like letting people know, hey, you can do this, you can't do that, telling people to move their cars, blah blah blah. I come in uh, to start moving my stuff, and then a, a space opens up, but it's not a big space. But I've got my little Fiat, so I pull in perpendicular instead of parallel because it's so short. So this. This gives the security guard, what did he say? He said, um, uh, you know, I was going to say something, but I guess he hacked the system. <laughs> like, like, because my car wasn't any further out than any other car, right? Right. So then I chitter chat with him. He was also talking with some other guy who must be some kind of like reality show guy. I didn't recognize him. Like a producer or on air talent? I think on air. But I couldn't. I didn't quite catch what it was that he was on. Was it Phil from Amazing Race? No, it was not. Was it Ty Pennington? No, it was a very, uh, very tall, attractive black gentleman uh, who I cannot, I could not recognize. Yeah, that Shaquille O'Neal. Really <laughs> What's that, Garen? That should really narrow it down, to be honest. I, I, it should narrow it down to the one guy that has the job. Oh wait, is it? Was it the guy from Queer Eye? He's one. No, no, uh, no, it's not. I would, I would, rec- I would have recognized that fella. Um, so. So so then um, he's telling me things like, hey, if you just want to leave stuff there, just do it because they're going to knock this whole thing down. You, in fact, if you've got stuff at oh. home that you want to bring back and put in there, you certainly could. I was like, oh, that's a weird. That's a great way of not going to the dump. <laughs> it's like, yeah. You throw this away. Yeah. Like Mitch Hedberg joke. So, um, so uh, then I'm like, I'm going to fit all this stuff in here. And he's looking at my car. He's like, you can't, you can't fit all that stuff in there. I'm like, yeah, I can. So the thing I wanted to do was... First of all, I did fit all the stuff in there. It was a little bit of a Tetris situation, Tetris, yeah. but it was, you know, like I couldn't see out my rear view mirror or whatever. I had to use my seatbelt to hold a thing in on the passenger side because it's all in there. Um, he was amazed and he said, if I'd taken that bet, I'd have lost. And I was like, and I would have taken that bet because I knew you would lose. Mm. Um, but then, then what I really wanted to do, but honestly, I could not find your house. What I wanted to do was I wanted to buzz your house with my overfold uh, car and embarrass you. How would that embarrass me? Because you got a guy with all this crap. Looks like he's living in his car. Embarrass you to your neighbors? I don't think that would have been embarrassing. That is one of the classic pranks. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, if I... Is part of the prank the fact that we had to sit through that story for 45 minutes? (laughs) 
That was a long story. I will agree that that was continuously a long well, story. Well, we interrupted a little bit to talk about rents. Um, with, I'm, I'm hoping all that rent talk will lead to a new production of Rent that I can go see. Yeah, um, well, best of luck on everything. Else. Yeah, but it that's, sounds like you had a great weekend. Uh, and then the new storage space, I got it all pretty much set up pretty well. So and all, everything fit like I thought it would. So. Well, it sounds like the floor is ready to go. We know that. Yep. Floor. I, there was a lot of like I had to move stuff over on this side and put stuff over there. Mm-hmm. And so more more physical effort than I think I've put out in total the last 10 years, maybe. I, well, I believe it. You know, so I absolutely believe it. Uh, all right. Elliot Hochberg. There we go. Wish you a lot of luck. Hmm. How, bad, how bad are the numbers dropping? It's <laughs> like can't even be measured at this I point. I mean, that can't be. I mean, is there anybody out there listening? <laughs> I, I, I wouldn't blame. I wouldn't blame everybody if they just went. I'm good. I will. I will. I'll tell you that I do. I, I acknowledge. I did not know how to finish that story. Okay, but I I tried. I think I think you eventually got there. Yeah, I'm going to quote my son quoting that guy. It sounds like you got the bingo spot, <laughs> dude. I'm giving you the bingo spot. I, I definitely th- got the bingo spot. I thought what you were going to say was when you finished, and it, I'm sure the logistics wouldn't have worked, but that when you get got all the stuff out of your storage, you were going to see if your car would fit into the storage, <laughs> space. Ah. which would be very satisfying. That to would see. be satisfying. Oh, that would be. Would it fit in there? I couldn't get to it because the the door isn't wide enough to get to where it was down the hall. But if I could do that, no, I think it would be. I think a third of the car would still be sticking. You didn't. You don't have one of those big where you open a garage door to. Well, it did, but it was the smallest of that. Okay. But I I think I had a storage space back when we had the house, and uh, because we uh, when we got actually the apartment uh, when we got married, we we got all new things, and so then I had to rent the one over on the. For whatever reason, I thought this was the closest one to Sunset and uh, uh, closest to La Brea. What, Dicey? No, uh, we lived on Hayworth behind Cantor's. Oh, okay. Uh, I went there, and uh, I opened. I opened up my storage thing one time, and uh, from the storage next to me, all, all these cockroaches came out, oh. and I was like, "Done." Yeah. Started loading up my car, and like, that's the last day that I'm here. Yeesh. No, you don't. Yeah, want that. it was awful. Oh, I hated it. Hated it. There was also, and this is sad, like people would kind of live in their... In their well, that's probably where the cockroaches came from. Yeah, because mm-hmm. they're eating in there and stuff. Yeah. But you can't be there at night. But Well, if, you can if you lock yourself in. Because I think some people would do that. Because they wouldn't know, yeah. yeah. But how would you lock yourself? Could you, you, just lock clo- you just close it up and you make you make it look like it's locked. Oh, I see. Um, this has been storage talk. All right. There you, <laughs> there you have it. You ever watch that storage wars? Sometimes they open up those things. There's a family in there. Yeah. Uh, that, no, that just got sad. It was supposed yeah. to be funny. It was sad. Uh, all right, let's take a break. Mm-hmm. We come back. Oh, no, we want to close it, though. Uh, oh, we close it on that? Holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> that can't be the end of an episode. I don't know. What, what did Matt do? <laughs> well, Matt saw the uh, uh, saw Moulin, Moulin Rouge. Rouge. And oh, he had this, right. uh, joy. And he had yeah. gorilla pies. They got, they, the girl lives in an, um, in an elephant. Oh, yeah, they, Matt had the uh, the, the weekend that right. only dreamers had. I'll, 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 I'll throw this out. So we're no! Ta- we're talking about pizza. You cannot fucking know. We, I'm, I'm the gonna... last thing we could do to end on a high is to go back to you and one of your fucking boring stories. <laughs> this can't be This tr- isn't a story. It's a sentence. Oh, What? I think... I think the coop or co-op pizza yes maybe moving because when I looked up the street up national where it used to be the Boy Scouts of America yeah they left and now there's a neon sign that says the coop and they were closed this last week so I think they're moving that might have been a sentence but it was a run-on sentence it was a run-on <laughs> sentence I was hoping that pizza would help you it's a run-on sentence that I don't even give a shit about. <laughs> oh I thought you would care this is hyper local podcasting you, right you've, now you've bought pizza there I have got but, but what I like about it is that I'm I'm driving right past it yeah, so you that, might not be driving right past that anymore. That's right. So we're back to sad. 
Uh, all right, everybody. We thank you for listening. We thank you for subscribing. We thank Andy Daly for being here, certainly. Uh, taking time out of his day. He had a very small window, but he still uh, said, I'm still coming. I'm still doing it. Yeah. He had something come up where Good he man. couldn't stay as long as he wanted to, but uh, uh, others may have just completely canceled. Not Andy Daly. Mm. Andy Daly makes the move. He comes on over. It takes time away from that. Bananas for Bonanza. And uh, I'm going to clip out the storage story and, and email it to him just because I feel like he's really think? would have enjoyed that. <laughs> oh, Andy. Yeah. I think he, it's too bad that he had to miss that story. So oh. I'll, I'll send it to him. Make sure. Yeah, that's I don't idea. disagree with it. See, here's the thing about when a guest is here. Yeah. They, they don't get this every week. Right. So they're they listen and participate, whereas you and I turn into cartoon characters <laughs> with X's on our eyes and we're just we're looking at them. It looks like we're listening, but we're not really adding any funny to it because we're just kind of waiting we're it zoned out. out. <laughs> yeah. Whereas the guest can bring like jazz it up a little yeah. bit. So that's what we were lacking here today. No question about it. Sure. Um, I thought you were going to say that you are going to cut it out and send it to him so we can listen to what the <laughs> fuck we had to listen to. He's got a recording of it himself. Oh, he can go home and god. watch that if he wants. I, I watch my I watch myself sometimes just to see what I from come this. Off of. Oh my god. <laughs> It just got sadder than anything Karen's ever said in the show in 10 years. I got to give myself notes, you know. Speaking of this and that, really. So this is the result of you taking notes on your performance? (laughs) The fuck was going to happen before? Can you make tighter notes then? (laughs) Fair enough. My doctor this morning uh, said, um, uh, and you never know how this is going to end. She goes, uh, the, the front desk girl. Uh, I'm not going to blow up anybody's name or spot, but they said, uh, hey, on Friday, uh, Susie and I uh, watched uh, watched some of your Conan clips. And uh, then there was that weird, awkward pause. I'm like, yeah. (laughs) And she's like, oh, it was was great. We loved it. So but in my head, I'm thinking, well, you don't bring it up to tell me you didn't enjoy it. But 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 still, it's still that tense. Still that weird. Like, yeah, don't take a pause when you start. You have to just blaze right through that. And also, uh, let's keep let's get the separated church and state. Let's uh, (laughs) let's uh, let's uh, I'm your I'm your patient. That's weird. Yeah, that's weird. Um, Yeah. Yeah, right. Like. Just, just know that I'm the, uh, the nice guy that comes in here and you're helping. Like, that's, uh, you don't need to know about my uh, uh, personal life. I mean, like, I, no, that's not true. I know if something very personal about your health. Yeah, that's a good point. I don't tell the residents my building about this podcast, I'll tell you that. No, you shouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> no, I wouldn't if I were if you. If you have any authority or respect, <laughs> yeah. it would be gone. Would be oh, gone. look, there he is. Yeah. Hey, there's hey, that guy. Shut with... the fuck up. Yeah. <laughs> so you go, hey, could you, uh, oh, here it comes. <laughs> yeah, that's the, that's the last thing I want to do. But the, the first thing we want to do is end this. Uh, so we thank everybody. Uh, it's still a long episode, even though Andy yep. was gone. We gotta, we're got we going to get some phone calls in here. So uh, those that are on the live stream, stick around. We're going to take those calls. Uh, for you folks that are uh, uh, just listening to this as a regular episode, we thank you for listening. We thank you for subscribing. So on behalf of the Pop Culture Reads, look over there, the v Garen Cockrell behind uh, the sushi bar. Uh, nope, behind uh, it's Johnny Sound Bar behind the sushi desk. There you go. That is the long-winded one. That is Elliot <laughs> Hopeberg. Uh, look at him high off of his viewing of Moulin Rouge and enjoying some delicious pizza. That's Matt Belknap. I am Jimmy Pardo and Andy Daly, our friend Andy Daly, of course. I am Jimmy Pardo. We'll see you next time on the podcast. AK forty-seven gone, not forgotten. Love Never Not Funny? For a second episode every week and video of every episode, plus bonus perks, sign up for a Platinum subscription at NeverNotFunny.com. Never Not Funny is executive produced by Jimmy Pardo and Matt Belknap. Video production by Elliot Hopeberg. Production assistance by Garen Cockrell. Music by Daver and Watch It Burn. Copyright 2022, Never Not Funny, LLC.
Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion.